Welcome back to the Rick and Bubba Show. Coming to you live from the EIB building in downtown New York City. Now, Rick and Bubba. Thanks for being with us. Six minutes past the hour. 50 years ago today, Apollo 11 launched. We talked about that in great detail last hour. So if you missed that, catch it on the podcast or the YouTube archives today. Uh, and we will uh, talk about that more, I'm sure, throughout the show. Will of Meat hasn't spun. Could happen today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba all here today. Interns helping out Jimmy 92 Tron, Diesel Dixon as they earn their degrees in common sense. And welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussey. Rick, glad to be here. And glad to be moving the old ball forward a little bit. So we're ten t- yards at a time. That's right. Just keep moving, but just keep making first move downs. Move the chain, Bubba. We'll get there. Move the chains. Move it, Radley. Uh, so we, um, we, we. The common sense is a superpower thing. Is really. I, I know we've used it a lot. And I know others have, and and I don't know who originally said it, but it's so it's so true. And we've adopted it here at Rick and Bubba University because it really we, we think it's almost like one of the things we've been told to do. Please bring this logic back. So when you're dealing with people who are emotional, one of the problems that one of the things you remember, like in the Wizard of Oz, when they finally dumped water on the Wicked Witch of the, of the is it the West that was bad? The Wicked Witch of the, of the West. West. Was yeah. she the bad one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think so. Uh, yeah, and uh, and so um, so she would just start screaming. You've heard us play this in our Hillary update and all this. But these emotional charged people, if you use logic and truth, it's almost like you've dumped water on them. Yeah. And uh, it's like they, they, can't yeah. even, they can't even comprehend, comprehend what you've said. Mm-hmm. And so here, is this, is this the notorious AOC? Again? Yeah, here's what you got. You got the House Oversight Committee. They're having a hearing on the treatment of migrant families. Mm-hmm. And Thomas Homan, who's the former acting director of ICE, is there speaking to them and being grilled. And she's trying to say that he recommended family separation, and that's the problem because, you know, the Trump administration's hardline immigration policy, they claim, is the result uh, of why the migrant family separation is taking place, even though that was an Obama thing that he's just enforcing. Uh, but that don't let the facts get in the way there. Well, so, again, you can't have that because so, that's going to make people scream. Ah! So they're going back and forth on this, and – and and just we'll take it from there. Take a listen to this. What I'm saying, this is not the only paper where we've given the secretary numerous options to secure the border and save lives. And so the recommendation of the many that you recommended, you recommended family separation. I recommend a zero tolerance. Which includes family separation. The same as is whenever a U.S. citizen parent gets arrested when they're with a child. Zero tolerance was interpreted as the policy that separated children from their If parents. I get arrested for DUI and I have a young child in a car, I'm going to be separated. When I was a police officer in New York and I arrested a father for domestic violence, I separated that Mr. father from Holman, with all due respect, legal asylees are not charged with any crime. When you're in the country illegally, it's violation 8 United States Code 1325. Seeking asylum is legal. If you want to seek asylum, you go through the port of entry, do it the legal way. The Attorney General of the United States has made that clear. Okay. <laughs> so unprepared, so clueless. Okay. okay. I didn't think you'd have that answer. Okay. What, what she's. <laughs> okay. What she's Wait trying. Wait a minute. Yeah, what she's trying <laughs> to do is, is get him to say, yes, I recommended separating 
kids from their parents at the border. Uh-huh. A law that was passed and installed during the Obama years. But guys, we have Obama. You can simply search it for yourself. Yeah, go watch it. It's, it he, says, say it. he says, <laughs> if you bring your children to the border illegally, we will send them back. That, that Barack Hussein Obama, leader of the free world for eight years, said the same thing, and he was right when he said it. Because if you try to come into this country illegally, then we have to respond the way we would to any illegal act. And I agree with President Obama when he said that. We continue to do that. And for, but we, what we cannot have is that President Obama says, let's do it, and it's okay. President Trump says, let's continue to do it, and it's not. That we can't have. I mean, that's it's, just it's pretty straightforward. Pretty yeah. straightforward. And right. she claims seeking asylum is not a crime, but when you swim the Rio Grande and run up in the woods – you're not seeking asylum. You can you can scream that all day long when they catch you. That's right. But well, if you're actually seeking asylum, like he said, you go through the process to try to do that. And, if and you know, we have all, to treat it like an illegal act. Yeah, because everybody be screaming it. We've already know? got rules in place, and I don't know if you saw Trump announced yesterday they would start enforcing this. If you are seeking asylum in the United States, you have to apply in the first country you come into getting out of the danger that you were in. So, in other words, if you're in Guatemala, you Mexico. apply in Mexico. If you are in whoever's on the other side of them, you apply in Guatemala. You do not do – the only people who will apply for asylum at our border are Canadians and Mexicans. Yeah. That's all. But well said. Uh, Scott in Atlanta. Scott, thanks for your patience, buddy. Uh, go right ahead. Yeah, I was watching that news conference with them four ladies. I, I'm trying to be politically correct by calling them that. But they asked that one lady, do you support al-Qaeda? Well, she blatantly says that I, I am not at liberty to answer that. So that ought to tell the American people who she's supporting at that point. Well, and, and plus the point that President Trump made about her as far as these four ho- horsewomen of the, the new Democrat apocalypse. <laughs> or the squad, as they call it. The squad is that this, if we, if, if, let's say today that I decided I'm going to embrace the modern Democratic Party. Okay, first of all, Please get me help immediately because something is going. Something's exploded in my head at this point. Yeah, because I'm too old to still be that stupid. So anyway, so so I decide I'm going to do that. Well, it, inside this world, I thought we're supposed to be the party. I'm now a Democrat. That we're supposed to be the party of all loving, all caring, all gentle, all kind, all accepting. Right? Why have they not turned on this particular person? Who her, you know, like if you said, and it would be fair, you know, now I'm back over being who I really am. Hey, I tell you, watch Burgess. He's got a biblical worldview, so there's going to be certain things in Scripture that Burgess is going to be against. That'd be fair. You know, you go, yeah, yeah. And I said, yeah, that's correct, because I'm answering to a higher call or calling than you. And it doesn't mean that I hate you. I just love God, and I believe that's what he has said. And uh, But so in her religious view, and she's uttered this, she says she hates Jewish people. She hates Israel. But I thought that wasn't allowed in the Democratic Party. I, I thought you're not allowed to be hateful to any group of people. So are the Democrats telling me with this person that they keep lifting up as one of their, you know, this is, hey, we're now, see, this is where they mess up with their emotion. I know how they see it because I, I, know, I know this line of thinking because I, I, I was, you know, I've gone through my life hopefully trying to learn and become wiser as time goes on. I remember having kind of a, a very goofy point of view on things because I, I I didn't know much yet. 
So what the Democrats were saying is we're showing you how, and they don't think it through, how open-minded we are, so we're letting a Muslim represent a district in the United States of America. Look how far we've come. But see, just like emotion always does, they didn't think about the fact, hey, wait a minute, they hate people too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So now we've, we've given a platform to a worldview that hates a certain race of people and a certain country. So on one end, look at us, look at us. We are open-minded. We'll let them do whatever they want to, unless, of course, they're Christian. But if they're Muslim, they're allowed to do whatever. Oh, wait a minute. She seems to be saying things. She ha- So I guess Jewish people don't get the same standing of other people. You're allowed to hate Jewish people and still be considered all-loving, all-caring, and, 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 the, and the face of our country. But I thought this party said we don't like people who are hateful and mean and, and, uh, and fundamental when it comes to their religious convictions. So I, I can't figure you out, and I, and I know what it is. You know, you you think things through about about a half a step, and and and, <laughs> yeah. we, and we just saw that happen in this situation, and I I'm, and it, we're up against the break, and I'm putting you on on the spot, so I don't mean to, but this same ice person, at another time during this, somebody of Latin descent starts telling, trying to give him a speech about not caring about children because they're not the same color as him, and he has had enough. And he launches into this guy, and uh, I'm talking about you know how how you sit there and go, I, I'm you know, how, how how the Burgesses do. Hey, you don't mean that. <laughs> hey, that's one. Yeah. And he just kept going, and he, and you know how somebody want to ask a question, they want to give a monologue. Yeah, yeah. And he's given a monologue about how evil. I tell you, Mark Levin had it on uh, the Blaze Twitter feed. If you want to try to find it, same guy. So this must have been the same session. And he finally has said, and I'm you're not going to sit here and, and call yeah. me that. And he he went he goes off. And so, uh, but when I saw who it was, I thought, okay, there's another quote from him. This is a guy who sat down and said, I know why y'all brought me here, and I'm not going to let you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Some of us are finally going to get offended that you're calling us a bunch of evil people when we're just doing our job to try to protect the sovereignty of this country, and these people are putting themselves in this situation. You're not going to call us evil for doing our job. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. We're back. 21 minutes now past the hour. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Jeff and Glencoe standing by. You can get your phone calls in as well at 866-WE-BE-BIG. And lines are available. Jimmy92Tron is on the job. Jeff, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Thanks for listening to us on 93.1. What's on your mind, man? Hey guys, uh, two things. Uh, that podcast thing y'all gonna do? The name ought to be extra, extra large. And Trump don't need to be to build a wall. Build a dam on that Rio Grande. Make it a five mile swim for him to get over here. We'll have armed bass tournaments on it. <laughs> you know, I suggested that maybe we need to like the Panama Canal. Right. Maybe that'd work better than a wall. Uh, Chet in Hunts- Huntsville, one hundred point three, the river. Chet, go ahead. Good morning, guys. Hey, uh, we're good, man. Hope you're okay. I'm great. I just wanted to call to make Bubba jealous. They're about to launch five thousand water rockets here at the Space Rocket Center. Yeah, I knew they had a big rocket display. How many is it they're going to launch at one time? They're trying to set the Guinness World Record of five thousand. How wow. many? Five thousand. Five thousand at one time. Yep. 
Now, let me ask you this. Will that be a hazard for the interstate that goes by? <laughs> well, I think they're the little tiny Estes rockets. I don't think they're going to be the V2s. Yeah, I know, but I mean, still, if you have rockets raining down with parachutes on the interstate, I would think that would be a problem. Ah, look, we had that much going on on 4th of July. <laughs> well, they don't come down with parachutes, though. <laughs> no. I used to love shooting those rockets. Oh, those are yeah. fun. Oh, man. To uh, David in Gunnersville. David, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Lines are available at 866-WE-BE-BIG. David, go ahead. Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. I just got uh, one comment for months. These four Democrats and Democratic Party have been calling ICE agents and Border Patrol agents Nazis, KKK, abusing children. And a few days ago, some crazy leftist nut, because he thought Nazis and KKK people were abusing children and going out on ICE raids, destroying families, went and attacked a detention center and got himself killed with Molotov cocktails and an AK-47. These people are evil, and they're lying for political gain, and they're going to get good men and women killed. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're, you're right. right. Because the uninformed masses, um, you know, sit around and believe these sensational headlines and propaganda. And, you know, I guess the question I always wonder, and I think I know the answer, do you think that even the people who, who that bring up this kind of stuff and this hyperbole, and do they really believe what they're saying or do they know exactly what they're doing? Is it all just Rick, I, I, I don't know at this point. I, I think that some of them used to play political games. I think some of these crazies believe it now. Um, you, you know, too, it's just um, it, it's just odd to me. I, I just I can't. You know, I don't, I'm getting so I don't I don't recognize America that I live in. What do you think about like when when you get to this the, the situation that we're in now? Where I know journalism is dead. I mean, it's it's long gone. I mean, to me, it's one of those things where you go back to where journalism was buried, and like there's grass there now. You don't even yeah. see dirt oh, anymore. Yeah. Yeah. It's Filled been in. It's, it's been buried for so long. Where where are the people to what we just talked about? I mean, picture doing the job. It seems like it makes sense to me. Uh, yes, in the back, Rick. Hey, I want to ask you something. Um, so this means y'all disagree with uh, President Obama on uh, on how to handle this at the border. I just want to. Do you guys just think this is bad policy no matter what president implemented it or continues to implement it? I, I'm trying to get clarification. Is this political? Or you, you, you say when President Obama said if you bring your kids to the border illegally, we'll send them back. Did, do you disagree with that? Should he not have done that? And, and I'll, I'll stand down. And, Rick, I, and, he, I, and I would just like to hear an answer. Yeah. To that. He, here's the one thing, too, from last week that I, I still haven't got a good answer to. You know we're a, we're uh, it seems like very infatuated with obstruction of justice here lately on everything. If federal agents are trying to remove someone that has had due process of a court hearing and they have been found not to be given citizenship in our country, they have to leave. Due process has occurred, okay, and it is time for them to go. And federal agents who were charged with that job are coming to do that. And the Speaker of the House and members of Congress are giving you a checklist of how to avoid these agents by staying inside, keeping your lights off, doing this, doing that. Is that not obstruction of justice? When law enforcement officers are coming to execute a a duly bound charge of a case that has been tried, and you are helping these people avoid those federal agents— that, to me, is what I call obstruction of yeah. justice, and I don't know why anybody's not being prosecuted. Nancy gave you – she gave you her – I mean, the facts are her standing at the microphone telling people to do that. 
It feels that not, way to not me. Not Trump making a joke about maybe the Russians have the have the right. recordings. Right, Bubba. I will tell you this: it feels that way to me uh, because it seems pretty straightforward. I, I think if you just took away um, illegal immigration or denied access based on what we discovered on your right. case, meaning there was something that bothered us, if somebody came back and said, you looked up my politician and said, now look, I know some of y'all are coming up on drug charges and you're going to be put in jail because you've been found guilty. Let me tell you, you can hide from the agents that are coming to get you. I mean, we would all go, wow, that, that doesn't sound right. I mean, that, 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 I'm not sure yeah. that's the way we, we run an orderly country. But, you know, just like the guy was trying to explain uh, to Casio Kid Cortez, is he said, all you have to do, anybody ever watch cops? Um, I mean, what do you see? Some idiot is acting like a fool, and you see the police trying to calm down their crying children, picking them up and holding them, getting some clothes to take, take them with Blankets. Them. Blankets, because why? They now have to take the children who have been separated from their parents who broke the law. Yeah. And, yeah. and what he was saying is, no th- this is no different how we handle this. That's how you keep from putting kids in cages. Right. I mean, have, am I the only one that sees that on cops? I mean, I, I, I've seen that uh, several times. Emily in Montgomery. Well, they don't want any laws. Right? No. They don't want a border. They don't want any laws. I-92 WLWI. Emily, go ahead. Hey, I, I just was wondering about an illegal's right to even have due process in the first place. I just genuinely don't even know. And I, yeah, I mean, we're talking about a constitutional right there, and I'm wondering what burden the U.S. even has to grant them that if they're not illegal, if they're not legal. I know, I, and I know what you're saying, but they, they have said, and it's pretty much said a law, that anybody on our on our land in our country is subject to our laws, whether you're a citizen or not. In nope. other words, you get due process, yeah. you're read your rights, you're allowed an attorney, you know, the whole checklist. Well, and like Greg said a minute ago, and you don't need to miss this because the ice – uh, agent made it clear if you're coming seeking asylum and we're going to vet that out, you come to the portal. You don't, you don't come across the Rio Grande and hide in the woods and try to hide from us and then take off running when we come towards you. And then you scream asylum. Once we have you that that's, that's a different deal. Yeah. We have a process of seeking asylum. And when you don't follow those steps, you're treated as if you're just running in here you're and trying to, and right. then when you scream asylum, you know what we do? We then give you due process because we decide that's how we want to do it, and that's fine. And if and you then, overflood the system, you may be in a holding area for a while. Right. And then if we decide that we don't think that your claim of asylum meets the standard, then you're sent back unless one of our political parties tells you to hide from us. Back to Bubba's point. Or obstruct justice. That, that, doesn't, that doesn't sound right. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Eight six six, we be big. Thanks for being with us. We'll get to more of your phone calls as the day moves forward. Uh, I do want to point you to LifeLock.com. Uh, let me tell you, the, the average U.S. household contains seventeen smart devices. Usually, usually around seventeen, uh, and most of them, uh, boy, they're, they're just not protected and they're they're vulnerable, which is not an easy word for me. Uh, from attackers, and you're just sitting there, and you're white. Now, now you think Rick 17, come on, man. Now, wait a minute. Think think about how many things now that we have set up to, connected to the Internet. So we got security cameras, okay? Uh, we've got printers, smart TVs, I, IP phones, all common targets. 
so many threats in today's connected world. If you have one weak link, the criminals are in. Personal information exposed, uh, or we could get into this um, you know, identity theft, or when they do a cyber crime, oh, we got your computer, we're not going to turn it loose. So that's why you need the best protection available from LifeLock.com. LifeLock and Norton Security have teamed up to give you the most comprehensive, um, uh, the best coverage that is available top to bottom. They have proprietary technology, uh, which, you know, and, and you can't get it with anybody else. It's theirs. So uh, they develop it, and we use them to protect our devices and our identity, and it has already paid off for us in many, many instances. So why don't you just get protected, then go live your life, and, and if something does happen, certainly there's no guarantee. Nobody can stop all cybercrime or all identity theft, and, but if something does happen, you now also have a team that's working with you to, to fix it, and we've experienced that too. So go to lifelock.com right now, enter the promo code Bubba, get 10% off. You can also call 1-800-LIFELOCK. And uh, mention, Bubba, you'll get 10% off, too. And we're not talking about a lot of money here. Uh, should I put this under Wacky World, do you think? Uh, uh, I, 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 I guess so. The photo bomber. Oh, yeah. uh, oh, oh, photo bomber. Come on, I can't make me crazy. It's waking me crazy. Every time, every time, every time. Every time I look around. That Wacky World. Every time I look around. So, look, photo bombs can be fun. They can. Uh-huh. Yeah, Rick, they're, they're funny. They can. We're on record around here that we'll, if there's a live news camera, we're going to walk through it. Oh, yeah. Bubba, we'll do it. Shirtless, like usually. You've done yeah. it. Bubba and I have done it. People sometimes love it. Sometimes they don't. Yeah. Of course, uh, we're men. We are men. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you, if you're going to photo bomb a family that's getting together for a picture, it, it, you, you want to gather. Let me say this. I think we all can say that if you are male or female, and your photo bomb is going to include something lewd, I mean, you're going to expose something for us. Mm-hmm. Um, first, let's just say we probably shouldn't do that ever. Let's go ahead and put that on the list. Like like all of you out there that keep getting in trouble and your life gets being ruined for you sending lewd pictures to people, can I give all of you a heads up? That has never worked. Okay? It, it's never received well. It always leads to trouble. I, I, I have not had one documented instance of anyone who said, you know, I didn't really feel good about going out with you until you sent me that photo. Yeah. And, uh, Once I saw that picture. Right. Now I'm ready for a dinner reservation and yeah. a movie of time. What are you allows. doing Friday night? Right. It, it just normally, it's normally a pushback. People find mm-hmm. that to be a little creepy. Uh, but anyway, uh, this is back to a photo bomb. But again, let's keep our photo bombs out of the lewd category in general. That'd be right. nice. But let's say <laughs> that you just can't. You just can't meet that standard. Mm-hmm. You have to be lewd and you have to photobomb. <laughs> Let's at least make sure you're photobombing a lighthearted situation to try to minimize um, the blowback. You definitely don't want to come lift your shirt up in the back of a picture of a family who's grieving nah. over the death of a loved one. Now, in, in the flasher's defense, <laughs> but really it was can. hard to tell whether that they were grieving. Well, I mean, again, it was. Again, if she just followed my rule right. and said, let's don't do lewd photo bombs at all. <laughs> that, that, you know, right. The fact you, now you, that they're looking for it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, we need that woman. <laughs> and, and unfortunately, well, I, I, hate, I hate to ask this, but. Uh, <laughs> go right ahead. You have the floor. Well, how, how, are they, uh, right. how are they trying to identify her? You know what? There's going to be an uncomfortable, uh, you know, when they bring people in for the perp walk and everybody. Line Everybody lines up. This is going to be uncomfortable because there's going to no, be some women who are innocent, yeah. and they're going to say, "Everybody, pull your shirt up." Let's, all right, 
Gina, you, you recognize any of these? Number one, step forward. Number one, step forward. Lift your shirt up. What do you think? The picture's blurred. That's not them. The picture, uh-huh. the picture is blurred, but <laughs> mm-hmm. to be honest, it, it it's not that impressive. Okay, I mean, but I, I thought it was a guy at first. I, well, straight up, I did too. I, I did too. We even mentioned if that. someone's using that to photobomb, right? Hey, I'm, <laughs> right. I'm proud. Yeah, right. I, I look like a most a, most like a thirteen year old boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Greg, 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 Greg. Most <laughs> most lewd photobombs. You can yeah. see the person. Seems to have some confidence, <laughs> yeah. but and a lot of are times you, you're kind of like saying we're ruling out Dolly Parton. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, that yeah. much, you're right. I mean, you can walk it. She that ain't her. I can promise that. <laughs> right. You know, you could probably in this particular case, just two of them just walk in and they haven't even gotten in line. You said, I can tell you, those two aren't. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you right now. <laughs> yeah, those two. No need to even come in here. Yeah, Don't exactly. put them in that situation. <laughs> but but uh, anyway, can't they see their face in the picture? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's it's blurred out. Oh, that yeah, and other things. We're but, blurring out the face and and but, other but Rick, things. Here. But the please look, Rick. They were taking a solemn picture. Evidently, there's some significance on this trip with with a loved one who's passed on, right? Yeah. So they're going to take a group picture, I guess, commemorating it. Mm-hmm. And they didn't notice this till after they were back home, so they couldn't reshoot the picture. <laughs> I don't know how. <laughs> don't you know? They looked at it and they went, "Hey, what hey. The, I got I got to go back to something else." The person taking the picture, yeah, that, do, do they not see? I guess. Well, you know how sometimes you're trying to get the family in there. They did well, say that see, it's peeking that, around Greg, the block. And if you're a good photo bomber, though, you jump right in at the last. Greg, second. there is one guy member of the family who's 14 said he'd like to have a copy so he can make sure and rule out even. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. He wants to enlarge it. Yeah, I'm offended too. Give me a copy of that. Can you somebody send that to me? Eight by ten. So I, I want to see how bad this really is. Well, what if but, you're the bomber's friends and you know they dared dared them to do it, and mm-hmm. then now this hits and you go, hey. Did you photo bomb a grieving family? <laughs> yeah. you know? Dang the luck. Well, they're at a, they're yeah. at a, there's no way to tell. They're at a, a state park, and undoubtedly their loved one who passed away, which was a grandmother, uh, for the children. Oh, that makes it even worse. Yeah. I mean, for the husband. Granny. Un- undoubtedly, this is a place they used to go with her. Yeah. And so yeah, they the first trip they made without her. You're right. Well, they made a nice picture to commemorate <laughs> So they said, let's take a picture. It's the first time Mama's not with yeah, us. Right there on the steps. And uh, – Dang it! And then, then, then we get our photo bomber, mm. and it says we, we lost one family member, but we gained another one. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> yes, yes, you did. Or in this case, a couple more. <laughs> okay. Oh my. All right. That's so good. <laughs> so, so in this particular case. They keep saying they want this person to be held accountable for what? Can you get in trouble for this? Is this exposure? I guess so. I would think so. Well, I'm just saying. Well, that. I mean, you know, we got a group that's arguing that they <laughs> we want. We got a charge we getting here. Is there a charge for being rude, or is no, this just for lewdness? We we have a, a group arguing that they want the same rights that, that shouldn't be considered. No, rude. I know, I understand. Yeah. We've we've got that group out there. Yeah. Right. But let let me be. Speedy clear. said he don't get behind many causes, but he may back that one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I've been in a lineup before. It's tough. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I'm reading now some of the comments from family members. A bunch of bald guys with goatee. Right. <laughs> right. Step forward. Incident in Mississippi State. We want to talk have, about. Have, have you read the comment from uh, from one of the women? Yeah, Rick. Read, you know, she was describing what she saw. We're trying to recreate memories. <laughs> yeah. Please read Now we got some chicks, you know what, and she uses the word, not allowing us to do that. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at the picture. I think it can be cropped out. Probably oh, can. no doubt. No, can. I, I definitely think that's an can, easy crop. They can Guys, zero in because it's just, it's just peeking around the, the rock wall. You know what I mean? I'd say cut it off at the wall. It's just—I mean, I know it's wrong. It. Rick, it's it's so wrong for me yeah. to laugh. It yeah, is. I know. It is. Somebody said they should have nipped it at the bud. <laughs> <laughs> 
but the but the I'm sorry, but I can't help but find humor in it. Yeah. I can't. Oh, I, oh, I do. I mean, look, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not gonna fake and act like I'm offended. I'm not. That's oh, funny. I'm not. Yeah. Funny. No, that's this, funny is, this is a funny story. It is. It is. It is. It's not like you know. That's a funny story because it's not like my. We're not at a funeral. I'll be honest with you. If that was my family and we were taking that photo and that happened, I would think it was funny. Hey, hey, do you think yeah. anybody has said Mama would have thought it was funny too? Yeah, yeah, we're not sure about Mama's personality, but maybe. What if they don't know it, but they've gone back in time and that is Grandma? <laughs> what in the world? Good night. They've time traveled and they don't know it. <laughs> right. She's like, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> right, so Mama, uh, you know what? So Mama I'm, came back hey. in her younger years when she used to follow NASCAR. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? <laughs> she, she liked them bees. I think. I think. Whoa. <laughs> you get a bee. Okay. Yeah, we we got got you look Greg. The shirt she's pulling up actually has Daryl Walter. <laughs> <laughs> when he was in the Mountain Dew car. <laughs> Says, do it, Daryl. Rick, I'm worried about Speedy Dollar's house desk. Yeah. Uh, oh. Are we ever going to talk about your yeah, life? sure. Can we talk about that next? <laughs> Speedy's so. life is completely <laughs> upside down. Hey, what about them dogs? <laughs> oh, talking about this picture or my... Yeah, yeah, yours, your dog. Oh, no, not that dog. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, y'all calm down. All right, we'll, we'll look into the world of Speedy <laughs> next, and buddy, it's upside I'm down, too. Uh, it is upside down. Poor Speedy. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. More Rick and Bubba coming up next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It's 10 minutes to the top of the hour. We, we jump into the life of Speedy. And you might remember when we were playing this. Remember this? When Speedy was trying to build a house. Remember that? Speedy's house in the middle of a swamp. Before you got it all remedied and made perfect. Sorry about that, buddy. Speedy's house is now up for sale. Speedy's house. He's living in a living. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, the um, so, <clears throat> how about when your house goes on the market? What yeah. a nightmare! What oh, a yeah. what a night moving and selling a house nightmare. And you nightmare, have to move twice, right? Nightmare. You're gonna you're gonna move to a standby oh, and I then to yeah. the yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah. Oh, Bubba, um, the double a, move. He needs a bridge. That's long, a double. Right? Go ahead and get that other. One. Easy. Uh-huh. Uh, so. <laughs> So Terry, um, and, and I don't want this to—I don't want this to seem like it's all her fault because I don't want to do that. Well, but <laughs> but for a couple of years now, she has been in that way, pal. She has been on me about, hey, we need to downsize. We're at a different time in our life. We don't need this house. We have got oh, yeah. too much property. Jimmy Jam, you know, we don't use our our basement. All this kind of mm-hmm. stuff. Well. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess there'll be no grandkids. Well, been, yeah, been, but what about when the kids come back? Well, we're, I mean, we're we're going to get a house that's big dogs. enough to have rooms and stuff. It's just not a a full basement, uh, you know, finished the dogs basement. Dogs used and all to all that land. I know. So um, you might as well just go and put them down. So we've been move. kicking the tires. I would say probably about three years at least. <laughs> and um, I guess around February, uh, we called. Um, and we've endorsed him for years in our flagship mar- market, Jason Secor, and we called him, and he came over in February. Cutting in that percentage. Go ahead. And, uh, <laughs> and he said, I, I'm just going to give myself advice and just keep talking. Okay. And, uh, and we met with him in February, and he said, um, 
hey, this is kind of what we need to do. Here's your punch list. Here, you know. And if you've been in a house for 15 years, there's a lot there's to do. There's so much. You know, you there's just so collect much. a lot of stuff. We were talking about garages just yesterday about how, and you weren't here, no. Greg. We were talking about how oh just, they God. can just get to be a mess. Oh, and, I got, listen. And you find stuff you didn't know you had. That and you don't and, need. No. So, I mean, I've done three different things. One eight hundred junk calls me. Yeah, oh, listen, I've yeah, made yeah. trips. Hey, what you got now? Yeah, I've yeah. made trips to the to the landfill. <laughs> I've made fi- trips to the donation center. Oh, yeah. I've 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 you sold, sold stuff. Sold? I, I mean. I've done all kinds of stuff trying to get story? rid of it, and you still don't think you've made a dent in anything. It didn't even look you like know? you've even done anything. So anyway, um, we put a coming soon sign in our yard, and it doesn't even seem real. It doesn't look Rick, right. Coming soon, it, you know. And and normally oh, that stays like in in the uh, in the yard for a week or two, or however long uh, you agree to. And then during that process. Uh, they come out and, and today's picture day. Why they're bringing put, a drone. Why do you guys say coming soon? Why don't you just put it for sale? Sometime? Well, it, they just say coming soon, and it's <laughs> not officially the market, on Greg. the market. Uh, you know, they don't officially have inside mm-hmm. pictures and all Greg, this. It's called market. It's frustrating. That's you know, marketing. That I'm frustrated. You know what that means? Mm-hmm. Go ahead and make us an offer before somebody else gets it from you. Yeah. And so, luckily, stirs interest. Mm-hmm. Luckily, uh, you know, Secor and them have said, "Hey, look, there's been a lot of interest, and we That's there have been requests. It's a beautiful house to show the house before it." goes on the market officially and so uh in that process technically it's not coming soon it's on the market (laughs) not yet it's not officially on the market they're they're looking at it all right go ahead um anyway according to that dog vomit you car it's on sale and that and and that's where i'm going um he he gave us a list of things that we can do and can't do and he said look when it comes to showing the house you know that if you have even if they're outside animals oh, you no. know you can't have the animals yeah. at the house and let's some people crate them and all this kind of stuff but then they still bark and all that so it's the best thing to do is just to get the dogs and just leave for 45 minutes or so and then come back I, let me be sure i have this right because i've been watching this nightmare in your house it yeah. reminds me when we first started doing the show when we had those alaskan yeah. huskies yeah, yeah. Kept, and he'd have to, to be, get out and go north he'd have right. to, he'd have to call the way to go right. find them right so what you have two yard dogs Mm-hmm. That that all they know is the trip to the vet in your yard. Yes, and you have to randomly now throw them in a car and drive around with them until people are done seeing your house. Pretty much, and they are the dog version they of like ain't, ain't ever been nowhere. Yeah. Okay, they they have been in our yard and to the vet. Mm-hmm. So every time they get in the truck, they think they're going to get another yeah, shot. They're, they're okay, and they freak it. out. <laughs> um, and you've got one that's a little older, and then one that's about a year and some change old that is the same size as the old one, but. He's still kind of a little bit of a put the puppy in him, and so he's looking to the old one for direction. Okay, and they don't know what to do. Do I get in? Do I get out? What do I? Come on, let's go. They don't wear leashes because we have the the pet stop underground fence, so they just run around in the yard. So they don't have to worry about going for walks or anything like that. So anytime you put a leash around their neck, they freak out like, "What's this?" Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you you have a you have to get a plan on. All right, what do we do during this time? And, you know, nowadays you can't leave a dog in the car, even if the car is on, because the police will be called. People you know? call, call the law. Yeah. yeah, hey, there's dogs in the car. It's hot. You know, and I get that. So you well, can't just I mean, leave the dogs and go in and eat somewhere, even though the car's running, because people still freak out. So we're trying to come up with ideas on, all right, what can we do? Now, I will say this. Tyler, the oldest one, is not there this summer, but J.C. and Reese, 17 and 15, are. And they so far have been rock stars, because the house has to stay perfect, okay? Ooh. Um, they've done a great job on helping get, get the dogs. Like yesterday morning, we got notification that someone to come, wanted to come back and see it, and they were able to get the dogs and get out. 
But what do you do? So I had the idea of late Sunday afternoon, hey, let's go get some food, go to the local park, eat under the pavilion, and we'll take the dogs, and they can kind of lay down there and, and you know, just kind of hang out while we eat. Sounds good, right? Speedy, it's, Mayor Mark is loving all this PR you're yeah, giving. Yeah, oh, yeah. it sounds good, right? Well, I mean, that sounds like something you'd, you'd, you'd want to do. Right, you know, with, yeah. I mean, so with we dogs get, that are accustomed to that. Right, so we get in the car, and Terry's like, they're scratching my car up. They're running all over the place. Hair and, everywhere. And so we, uh, so I get this, uh, <laughs> what, is it, what do you call it, painter's tarp or whatever that we've been Drop using. Cloth. Drop, Drop cloth. Drop cloth. Yeah. And I lay it all in her car. We've been using that to Drop paint. Go on, we'll paint. And uh, and just uh, now we're covered up, and so the dogs you can see uh, they're just running around. You can see the you know their little sh- silhouette all through the car and running around, and they won't be still, and they're just excited. They don't know what's going on, and so we finally get the food and we go to the local park, and uh, we're in separate cars because I've got of course another donation uh, pile in my truck, mm-hmm. and uh, JC because now you know your car can't be there either. It's all got to be gone like the house is empty. Mm-hmm. So uh, so Tyler's – I mean, uh, J.C.'s driving, I'm driving, Terry's driving, and we're all driving, and we meet at the local park, and we get out. Of course, geese everywhere, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and they're, Canadians you know, are taking over. And just, I don't it, mean people. It, it they'll, says, they'll take one large, too. Yes, mm-hmm. they will. And it says don't feed the geese, mm-hmm. all right? So we go over, and we're sitting down at the pavilion, and we're starting to eat and what all this. And, and, and now Terry pulls up. She's got the dog, so it's like, hey, we got to get the dog. So I go to get the dogs, and 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 he just he just hunkers down. He just hunkers Scared. down, like I'm talking about. Just stop. I ain't getting out. And so then you start to pull on the dog, <laughs> okay? And you're like, let's go, come on. And 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 now the collar's on. Somebody's abusing their dog, right? And so then then you yeah. got a you got a lady going. What are you doing? You know, and don't pull like, on him. And you think, <laughs> hey, you're you're abusing the dog, so I can't pull on it too hard. And, hey, y'all just start eating. I'll sit in the car with the dogs. You know, and so finally I get them out of the car, and they will only go in one direction, and it's away from the pond and the water like of geese. the park. Mm. Like and they don't like the geese. They don't like the water. Of course, shortly after being there, I saw no dogs allowed, but that's fine. I didn't know. <laughs> okay. And, yeah. and we didn't have to worry about it because they wouldn't really go anywhere. So right. they get out of the car, and he sits down like he's in concrete, and it's like I'm pulling him. He's like... And he won't move. He's like, like sitting like a, here. Like a mule. Yeah, and he's like hunkered down. I would say his position is pretty good. It's hunkered down like this. So finally we get through eating, and then I'm going one direction. Terry's going one direction. I get home before she does, and she calls me and says, you won't believe what just happened in the car with the dogs. And I said, what? Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. a federally protected trademark. We just thought you'd want to know. All rights reserved. Warning. This program may be found offensive by pencil-pushing, bean-counting, research-loving program directors and radio consultant goobs. Welcome to the Rick and Bubba Experience. Six minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba Show, thanks for being with us. Much to do as we go forward on the program. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Adler, all here. Rick and Bubba interns, Jimmy 92, Tron, Diesel, Dixon, earning their degree in common sense, which has now become a superpower. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy. Glad to be here. When she was just a girl, she expected the world. Well, 
as we went to the break, in case you were not with us, Speedy, who's now living in paradise, got his house just like he likes it, has spent years getting it perfect. Rick, he was showing me pictures. It's great. It's, his I, house I is beautiful. I see Speedy move. I do, too, but he, he and his wife think they're going to downsize. There's a lot of that going on. Matter of fact, in my neighborhood, I've had uh, friends of ours all downsizing as their last kids have have headed out into the uh, semi-adult world and then some onto the real adult world. Is this of, of, is this because a lot of parents are afraid their kids are going to come back and try to live in the basement? There you go. Correct. Is See, that it? Because so many kids now stay at home to the 36, 38. No. Uh, and so parents are now saying, well, if there's nowhere to come back to, maybe that will that'll keep that from happening. <laughs> yeah. As I said to my wife, who was upset about one of ours when they went back to school from – from Christmas vacation, she was in in his room and said, "Well, this is just sad." I said, "No, no, honey. What's sad is if he was still in that bed." Yeah, that's sad. Yeah, uh, the the fact that he's not there is 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 what we should be celebrating. But anyway, so Speedy's house is is now on the market. No, it's coming soon. And when, and, and, and <laughs> what true. are you gonna do when it actually goes on the market? Listen what? to what you're doing that's, now. That's in about I mean, forty eight hours. Coming soon, and you're already hauling dogs off. Any any of you who have ever moved, you know the nightmare. I don't. Care. I've never heard one person say, "You know what? We moved. It really wasn't any big deal." No, I went into it. I mean, it's a nightmare. We all know it's a nightmare. But if you throw in the question, "Hey, what about the dogs?" Mm. Speedy's been told he must remove his yard dogs anytime mm. someone's looking at it. And of course, realtors will tell you. That they want to, hey man, this is all you. You're in control of this, and then you'll get, hey man, we show in in 30 minutes. You got to come get the dogs, mm-hmm. and and it, so and we've watched that already happen. Right. Yeah, and I've noticed a lot of times if you say like, well, Sunday we don't want to do showings, mm-hmm. you know, and but it seems like everybody wants to see it on Sunday. Yeah, well, sure. Or you could say Monday night. For, it yeah. doesn't matter. No, right. it seems like it always goes. But to that. you do no. end up getting these texts and calls. Hey, we need. We got you got your house ready. Yeah, you oh, know. yeah. yeah and so moving comes with responsibility of getting your house showable. Mm-hmm. But now that they're showable, it's hey, you can't have pictures of the family. I've never understood that, but can't have pictures of the family. Need, what are you know, they, of what are course, they bringing the OJ jury through. What right, we're <laughs> 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 changing pictures. Uh, Greg, they've studied this, and they you know, know, I, I, you know, you know what I would say. I'll knock. I'm gonna knock twenty grand off if you'll just let me have the house, however it is. <laughs> right, y- y'all come look at it yeah. where it is. Dogs in place, yeah. yeah. pictures in place. This is how it's gonna look Man when you actually. This is how the house is gonna look when you actually live in. Right. Might as well see it that way now. Uh, so yeah. but, you know, hey, this house looks. I mean, this room looks great. I like the furniture, but those two pieces need to go. It'll make the room look bigger. Uh, that if kind you of could thing. Go ahead, you know, it's, I think you, your house is it's beautiful. You're going to sell it and fairly quick. Why don't you just go ahead and get your other place and then move your dogs over there? What's being? It's, well, yeah, yeah. That, that that's another not. story, and we'll yeah. get to that in a second. And not about. Can it, I give really. you a text from a friend of mine who just downsized? I will scream from the top of my lungs to all who will listen. Move every five years or never. That yeah, way you keep you, it cleaned yeah, up. That's yeah, a yeah, great yeah, idea. Move every five years or never. Like that guy. Now, are you yeah, still going to be in the same town you're in? Yeah, now? see, yeah, I've already getting calls on that. Mayor yeah, Mark so, yeah, is concerned. We're staying leaving, with so. inside uh, the Helena city limits. That's Helena, Alabama, for those of you around the country. Will you stay the, so you'll stay the pride of Helena, Alabama. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, but I'm staying they there. They love you. Rick, so, this might be the first time ever that I'm better buddies with the mayor of Helena than Speedy is. That's oh, but not that true. Last. You're just a, you're just now. He's a ham guy, so you think y'all are. Right. That's that's just actually <laughs> fake ham stuff. They have to be buddies because yeah. most ham people don't have a lot of buddies. Right, right. 
We're forced together. So anyway, really making up for not being here. Yeah, I know. I know. You came in some more. I got to. No, it's on me. Don't stop. You wouldn't believe the freedom we had yesterday. Right. So so now back to this response. Whatever we wanted. Hey, get the dogs. And I understand that some people don't like dogs. They might be scared of dogs. You don't know who's coming to see the house. So hey, get the yard dogs. Get them in the car. Let's go. They've never been nowhere. Uh, you know, they're getting car sick. You try to go slow. Don't take a corner too fast. So we go. We have we have lunch. We fight off geese. We come back. The dogs won't go anywhere, so I can't take them for a walk. I'm trying to fill little cups of water up. And you know, they're, they're drinking like crazy, and they're, they're panting. Because that's how they sweat, uh, and they're, they're freaking they're out. Freaking I've out. got I got the window going. Hey, roll the window down. They might jump out, and they're flying out, and their flap ears flapping. They're barking at every car that goes by because they ain't never been nowhere. So finally, the showing's over, and, and they do a good job of texting, going, hey, every, they're gone. Come on back. So we go back, and I beat her. Uh, I had to beat Terry back because I had to make a drop off of donations, and that. she had to go <laughs> get JC's car. So I, I beat them back by maybe two or three minutes. Then I get the text. Hey, meet me outside. One of the dogs is thrown up in the car. Oh, you can't even. <laughs> I mean, hey, you can't you can't have you well, can't even have a dog sickness. in the car. I said yeah. you talking about the car that you love so much mm-hmm. and the interior that you're so proud of. Now there's a dog is thrown up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes, it's thrown up. That's nice. Like that's good. And the leash that's around its neck, it's just dragging it all over the mm-hmm. car. It's right. got the, that's good. Through the mess. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. And so. Um, wow. So I, I get there, and when, when the car pulls up, I've got everything just standing there ready to clean. Mm. All right? She piles out. She's like, I can't believe this. Mm. Well, she didn't tell me that it was on uh, the, the, the painter's cloth well, that, we, that we lay down. That so it wasn't on the interior. That's smart. Oh, you so that I smart. start rolling the stuff up. And hey, don't throw that away. I'm like, no, it's being thrown no, away. Absolutely. I'm not. What we're we gonna do? This. What we're we gonna do? We're gonna, hose, we're gonna take it to the laundry mat. Yeah, mm, no. get a hosed like, it all. I'm no. not into you can get hosing things off. Three dollars. Yeah. Heck, the laundry room's perfect. I'm you not doing that. Painters mat. Yeah, drop and, cloth. And so then I get, I get. <laughs> some reason you can't come up with drop cloth. <laughs> can't, can't get I can't. Thank you. <laughs> three times. <laughs> painters cloth. <laughs> drop cloth. The only advantage would be to water it down before you put it in the trash. Because now you just got a trash bomb. No, luckily it was it was Sunday. It was Sunday <laughs> evening. The garbage, you take the garbage out Sunday night. They pick up on Monday. It timed out perfect. Yeah. Oh, good. He was yeah. gone. He was in a bag. I, I pulled the bag, zipped it up, and we're gone. Right. The drop cloth. Uh, and so I clean it up, and then, then then comes the leash that's as long as from me to to Greg, it seems like. It's a long leash. It's just got stuff. Just mm-hmm. And so I'm now I got the hose out, and I'm mm-hmm. washing it off, mm-hmm. and I hang it to dry. Mm-hmm. But for the last couple of days, and he'll Jason will call me and say, this is an option. It's not on the market yet. Y'all don't have to do this if you don't want to, but there's been a request to, to show Come the house same. again. That's and how so, they get you. And so Come then we can make that decision. He says, just up to you what you want to do. Well, but here's how they do that. Yeah. Hey, we same. got people looking. They're very interested. Heck, they probably will buy it. But now you don't have to yeah. let them come look at no. it. No. I mean, right. we, you know, if we want to get it sold, but <laughs> we'll, we'll have other you don't, buyers. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure <laughs> other people come on a perfect day when y'all don't, when y'all ready to see people. Right. You know, <laughs> the bottom line is, and this is reality, this is not a dig at anybody. Reality is when you got a buyer, that buyer wants to see it when they can see it, and yeah. you and you got you got to move. Yeah, you got to be if available you wanna, if you want to sell it. Yeah, and so and they've told they, they've told people that look, 
they're still doing things because it's not officially on the market. So because it's coming soon. Greg. Yeah. So, it so right. it's not, it's ignore not ignore this. We've had mess. three offers, but it's not available. Ignore <laughs> this mess in the garage, whatever. But I got in trouble because I said out loud what I was thinking. Don't ever do that. And that was I. I just want to give these dogs away. Mm. And the glare that came from Miss Terry Wilburn and my other boys mm-hmm. of like you'll not do that. Right. And I'm like, but we've put out. I can't know how many bags of mulch, and they're just digging right behind me because I've covered up something they like. I don't mm-hmm. know what it is. Probably mm-hmm. an old bone or something. Well, this goes back to you this, know? and I don't mean anything because we love our children, we love our wives, and, and we certainly do things for them. It's not all about us. But I have noticed that people will become attached to pets that they don't have to hassle with. Right. You know, they're not there, you know, filling up everything that they dug up. They're not the one who has to go out there and, and fix this and mm-hmm. move that and clean it. That's what you call the perfect pet. Right, right. yeah, sure. I All mean, the good and none of the bad. Right. right. So, but with but, it going on the market Thursday, and they say there might be an open house Sunday, Rick. we're entertaining the thought of do we board the animals? Oh, they, now it must have really gotten bad. Speed's going to spend money. I, I, bet, I, I don't I bet, know. I've, I, I've I, looked. This I don't must know. Be, this must be desperate. I don't know. There's, well, he looks what he's going to make on Rick, the house. He's good Rick, he's sending up a test balloon right here. Or well, and I've gave him a solution. And here comes Hans. I don't know and what I, you're I've gave Wait, him a solution. Wait, because he's the only one with a beating Listen, heart in this room. Guys, I'm not I'm not going to do this for forever. World? It's a couple days. That's forever. Hey, hey, said the drug addict. So <laughs> I have offered up, and I did it in the kitchen, and got so much ridicule from everybody else. Said the gambler. <laughs> said the Speedy, drunk. I'm going to say this to okay. you and, you and try to get through it. If you want to not board them this weekend mm. to get things off to a good start Boy. and bring them to my house something else. Friday, Thursday by. night, or Friday, and I'll, we can get them back Monday, you whatever. You put them in the garage? Well, they can go wherever they want to. Heck, our dog They're craps try to go and back pees to everywhere it wants to, so why not two more? <laughs> what, they're going to try to go to Helena. What about the I fact mean, that they're they're a pet stock group, and if there's not something to buzz them, they just run on? Well, we can take them outside on a leash. That's fine. It's not a big deal. You're talking about the dogs that fight the I leash? i got three kids that love doing that. See what it looks like? Somebody has a heart. Look, well, Greg. He, well, he's gonna, They'd love this. to have. He's going to regret it. Look, I really listen, think you're a listen, robot. Listen. I don't think you're real. Well, I'm worried, you might as well go ahead and deal with the dogs now because you're fixing to move them from that beautiful yard they have now. Right. And we'll adapt. go to a temporary space. But we're with them. What are you going to do with them? We'll adapt. Most weekends, I, I I wouldn't be able to offer this up. This weekend, we have absolutely <laughs> zero going on. All I'm doing is laying around, maybe working the yard and watching the British Open. That's my weekend. Oh, you'll love them. I can help you. So in, in like if I October. can have dogs roaming around the house, <laughs> hanging out, Greg's, that's fine. Greg's got a big old yard. I think he'd be a better hey, They can run with Mr. Buddy, but I can't guarantee nothing. <laughs> <laughs> There's no telling where they'll end up. Hey, I hate hey what about this. the dogs? This is usually Greg's role. I'm going to walk into your life for a moment, and I've like I've come from nowhere. I've come from the future, and not a very distant future. Just this weekend, <laughs> you just said you had nothing to do, and you're going to lay around and watch the British Open and relax. Not if you bring these two dogs in, you won't. Don't let them talk to you like that. Me casa su Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. Hey, this is Phil Rowe with the Night of Doug Dynasty. You're listening to Rick and Bubba. Pay attention. 23 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thanks for being with us today. Uh, the O'Reilly Auto Parts upcoming events. Take a take a gander there. Uh, headed out, represent the show the next two weekends. 
Uh, O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. It guaranteed low prices and excellent customer service at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. If you look at uh, upcoming events, you'll see uh, I'll be headed out to Pontotoc, Mississippi uh, this weekend. Uh, I'll be traveling over uh, to West Heights Baptist Church, a men's event coming up on Saturday night. Excited about that. Spending some time with the guys, and we'll get a little challenge there, spend some time together. Uh, and then uh, Sunday morning, there's two services at West Heights Baptist Church. I'll be bringing the message uh, for both of those, and our uh, our new little friend Frenchie will be traveling with me. How about old Frenchie? <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. Frenchie will be traveling with me, and 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 this is one of those things. Since uh, I'll be staying the night, uh, Premier Speakers Bureau, I booked through them, and they reached out to me and they said, um, "Hey." Uh, they have a place that's less than a mile from the church, and they sent it to me, and I said, what, what, what is this? Is this a, a house that the church, you know, sometimes churches have these, you know, homes for, for pastors or missionaries or whatever, and they're like, no, it'll just actually be an Airbnb. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, Airbnb? I'm, I'm going into Adler's world oh, now. Oh, boy. They, Air, Airbnb. And, uh, what? Yeah, but um, I think since this is over near Tupelo, I'm going to attempt. Just take Frenchie to see where Elvis Presley was born. Oh yeah, well you got oh, that. Oh yeah, yeah. That's got Frenchie and I, the king of rock and roll. Frenchie and I are going on a road trip this weekend. Okay. See, we'll, we'll see what happened was you know, and these these things like you're talking about when you you don't you don't. It's really a juggling act, isn't it? About planning far ahead, but not planning too far ahead. It's it's really a juggling act because you book way ahead because you know that that helps, but then you can book so far ahead that you really have no idea what your world will be like when that actually gets here. You know what I mean? Right. It's a, you can almost be too far ahead. And so these speaking engagements were booked, oh, probably a year ago. Uh, but at the time, I still knew when Sherry and Big Love and Taz will be leaving uh, for what is called SLU. It's Student Leadership University. SLU. Yay. Sick them. <laughs> and so they, they, went, they went to 101, I think, which was in uh, uh, Orlando. And then 201 was in Baltimore, D.C. area. We have somebody from D.C. here today. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then 301, and it's really cool, they go to London, uh, they go to uh, Oxford, mm-hmm. they go to Paris, and then they go to Normandy, which would be really – and they get to go see all that. So, And then they hear these speakers and, and, do the, and, and all that and finish. So Sherry is going with them. So when I was booking these events, and, and we all do this, you try to manage your – your family time and, and all of it's a man. And I said, you know what? They're going to be gone. I can go out and do some men's events and do some stuff that really won't impact my time with them at all because they're going to be gone anyway. So I go and book all this stuff. And then boom. And then all of a sudden they end up with Frenchie. Uh, and, and so then, then, then Frenchie ends up, you know, and Sherry, when she first said, well, he's, you know, we talked to the mom. He wants to come. She, she wonder if she can come live with us for July. I said, you talking about July when I'm going to be on the road <laughs> and y'all are leaving? Mm-hmm. I said, you're leaving me you with that fr- July. You're leaving me with some French kid for ten days. I don't know, who is this person? And uh, so I, you know, and we've ended up loving Frenchie. But uh, <laughs> uh, I found out last night too. If you played the ge- the board game Apples to Apples, and the guy is just learning English, you can really beat him. Yeah, yeah you know. Really and uh, but but anyway, so um, he's learned Clue though. He's won Clue twice in a row. Oh, and, you really? know, and Well, I'm the Clue champion of the house, and everybody knows that. But uh, Frenchie has uh, has learned Clue. Uh, he's a, he's an incredibly smart kid. He really oh, yeah. is. 
And uh, he's really kind of figured it out, and he actually beat me uh, last night and, and kind of gave me an in-my-face. <laughs> so I'm, te- I'm teaching him how to trash talk in board games and all that. Mm-hmm. But uh, so well, That's a skill everybody needs. So so you realize, though, I mean, I had things that I that were on the calendar before I knew that you know a young man from France was coming to live with us, and sure, he's leaving me Thursday with his kid. Oh, no. I mean, and it's like, you know, you're, you're dealing with the dogs. I'm dealing with some French kid. <laughs> I mean, we're kind of in a – is Hamza going to take him for the weekend, too? Uh-huh. Huh? He could come sit the, with the what, dogs. What if Speedy's dogs mm-hmm. and Frenchie came over and hung with you this weekend? I can have one, but not both. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I th- I'll let y'all decide what. Can I tell you something, though? Because Frenchie has – I can tell that his mamas and daddies have, have – his mom and daddies told him, hey, when you're there, don't, don't be a burden. You need yeah. to work. He's always trying to do the dishes. He's trying oh, to help. Yeah. Oh, that's He nice. probably would take the dogs. Mm. And you could watch that British Open that you're not going to get to see. Wait a minute. We'll I don't get to see it. It's a different time zone. I'm going to text it 4 p.m. Saturday. I'm going to text it 4 p.m. Saturday. Okay. Rick, I got a good idea. You're not going to be at your house. So why don't Frenchie just dog sit the dogs at your house? Because you do know what I just thought about this morning in the shower, don't you? What, what about the dog? I got to find something to do with the dog. Oh, you do. Hams? Hams. He's in a dog. See, I, Rick, I, had, I, I got Helmsy first. I, He's a dog sitter. If you, I have if you ever let Betty get a hold of it, she might never let you have it back. Well, I know you guys oh, are going through a true. tough thing right now, so now more than ever, Betty's open to taking this dog. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? You're going to have a puppy yeah. before you know it. Now, if I can find a way for the boys to be okay with me giving our dog to Betty when that last one goes off to college, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do that deal. <laughs> And he's don't, great. Don't, just don't say it out loud. Hey, he's great. I mean, he he he, he wouldn't have any problem at all. Uh, now he's got a few issues too, but I mean, not, not, right now it looks like he's okay. Uh, Ellie Mae Clampett can take care of it. Oh yes, <laughs> yes. But it, I'm just so I, I mean, so Frenchie not going on the road, I guess. That's fine. I mean, it'll be fun. I told Rick too. I said everybody's kind of doing something with Frenchie. I said. Yeah. Maybe next week or, yeah. or whenever they can work it in, we all need to go down and ride on the boat one day. Look, well, Frenchie oh, and I yeah. will the whole team. We'll go and eat lunch and go out on the water. Frenchie and I will do it for sure. Bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. We're back. 866-WE-BE-BIG is our number. Thank you for being with us today. 25 years of the Rick and Bubba Show. I love struck Romeo. Seen the streets of serenade. Laying everybody low. With a love song that he made. All right, so we come back. DollarShaveClub.com slash Bubba. Just got uh, some my new supplies in, and I... And I'm loving uh, now. Now we're starting to get into even uh, you know putting some toothpaste and stuff in there too. If you need that, anything you need uh, to look, feel, and smell your best, you can have delivered right to your door uh, through DollarShaveClub.com/bubba. And notice again, we're putting together a URL that has Bubba attached to it. And I'll tell you why. Because uh, if you use that, we'll, we'll send you the ultimate starter set for only five dollars. And really, what this means is for five bucks, we'll send you some of the samples. And then you can try the different products. You go, I like that. Mm, love that. And then you decide, all right, these are the things that I like. So I'm ready now to just start receiving them in their normal sizes at the normal prices. And we're not talking about a lot of money. As a matter of fact, a fraction of what you're paying uh, through the wonderful hassle of going to a, um, a retail outlet. So so anyway, um, go to dollarshaveclub.com slash bubble. You'll love these products. Uh, and, uh, and then you'll stop trying to take, for instance, like when it first started with the razor, all of us who shave and speedy with your head, good night, I can't imagine. Uh, 
We, <laughs> we, we try to make these razors last longer because it's a hassle to go back and replace them, and you paid a lot of money for them, and then you start getting a poor shave. With this, the prices are so good and the convenience of it shipping to you, you're always using a, a high-quality razor and ready to go. But now they've added all these other products, too. So dollarshaveclub.com slash Bubba or rickandbubba.com under the Sponsors button. Uh, I'm wondering, you know, <laughs> I know sometimes that we, we talk about, and I don't want to be insensitive about it because we've all been through it and it's difficult uh, about uh, making light of the fact that we're starting to slip a little bit as we get older. Yeah. But, uh, speak for yourself. Right. Well, Helmsy's clearly having an issue about this dog. Thing. <laughs> right. You know what? I thought that was tied to I think heat. He's a good guy. I thought it was tied to heat. Yeah. He's been out in the heat a lot. He's not thinking clearly. Don't ruin this. Do not ruin this. Okay. And, uh, so anyway, um, Joe Biden <laughs> is even older than us, and, oh, yeah. it, and it could be With that. Big you know, and he's had some moments. Uh, uh, Chuck Graham, state senator, is here. Chuck, stand up. Chuck, let him see you. Oh, God love you. What am I talking about? That's yeah, Joe. I think I can, what, I can hear that. He's 76, Joe. Rick. Yeah. He, I think, he really? broke, yeah. I think he broke I think he broke 2% giving uh, last year, Rick. It was a record year for Big Hearted Joe. <laughs> you own me with your Big Hearted Joe stuff, by the way. <laughs> so he broke 2%. Yeah. <laughs> Bubba's been on this Big Hearted Joe thing ever since he talked about how Big Hearted he was in, the, oh, yeah. in his actual financials came his out. His tax return came out. He gave like 1%. Yeah. And, and it showed these tax loopholes that Obama was trying to close that he didn't. Joe's just wearing them out. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Joe, look, they're legal. Take them. I know, I, but I'm saying he was against them when he was. Right. There. Yeah, well, we got another one today that he's undoubtedly he's forgotten. Something. Now he he told us the other day he's he's working class Joe, but he's yeah. made fifteen million dollars since they left office two yeah. and a half three years ago. Wow! So, so if you ever wonder why people want to be full time, good for him. Have you ever wondered why anybody want to be a full time career politician? I'll tell you why: fifteen million dollars. Well, look at the Clintons. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that that you can cash it in when you when you while you're serving your time. So he now wants to be the president. He's been vice president uh, and now wants to be president. Hmm. And um, like you said about Big Hearted Joe, and don't forget to, he'll also tell you, uh, only politicians, and I know we all have uh, parts of hypocrisy in our life because we're fallen people and, and we're delusional about who we really are. It's just to what degree. But Biden will also tell us, while, while now flip-flopping with Planned Parenthood, uh, he's pro-choice, all of this, he, he, there's no sign in any tax return of one tithe ever. But yet he'll tell you, looking right now, that he's a devout Catholic. And I said, but, but anyway, so <laughs> uh, now he's come back and he's talking about universal health care again. Again. Uh, how many times do Americans have to reject universal health care before anybody gets a hint here? Remember now, <laughs> if you don't think these universal health care attempts have been bad, because I know with the propaganda, some of you are thinking, well, what do you mean it's been bad, Rick? Well, let me just give you things you can't argue with. We had a president. President Barack Obama, who got Obamacare through, okay, and then ran for re-election, and it was such a disaster, he never brought it up in his re-election. Yeah, it, tried it, to it, dodge it. If, if Obamacare was so wonderful, it'd be, on, it'd be on my posters. I'm the face of Obamacare. Don't vote me out. You couldn't get them to talk about Obamacare on the, on the bid for the second term. It's, it's as if it was, it was Bigfoot. I'm, I'm like, yeah, shouldn't he have been running? Hey, look how well Obamacare worked out. Look what we're going to do now. You know why he couldn't do that, Bob? Well, because it it was a taint. Yeah, it 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 wasn't working. Well, it didn't work. It never worked. Everybody knew it wouldn't work. So, Joe Biden, Bub, you're not going to believe this unless you've already seen the story. I did. I saw it. I, I can't believe he's uttering that. I guess they think people bought it once. Why not again? He is saying that with his plan, which is to you know to keep Obamacare, 
He's just going to say again to build upon the Affordable Care Act, and one of the reasons why he said we need to keep building on it and finish what we've begun is because in this particular setting, you don't have to have it, and if you have a health care plan and a doctor you like, you can keep it. He's just saying it again. I mean, guys. Uh, Helms, how did yours work out? Helms? I had it for about a year and a half and had to get rid of it because it was triple in cost by the time I did get rid of it. But did you get to keep your plan you had? I didn't get to keep my doctor. I didn't get to keep my current plan. I didn't get to keep my prescription plan. I didn't get to keep anything in my plan. Well, Obama said you could. I know he did, but he lied. So now Biden's going to say the same thing as if we uh, haven't heard this. Well, they say that, but then the other rules they implemented put all those insurance companies out of business. Right. So your plan wasn't there to keep it. Well, yeah. I, and I can't remember who said it, but I thought it was beautifully uh, uh, communicated, and I wish I, I would give credit. I honestly don't remember. So just know that I, we didn't come up with this. I heard it, but it was true. said the, the plan was flawed from the beginning because only a politician would look at our health care situation and realize that the overwhelming majority of people have health care that they like, that works for them, and there was a percentage of Americans, a small percentage, that did not. Instead of going to that small percentage – and trying to find a way to help them or fix it, we went after the, the, the overwhelming majority of people who had it and took it away from them. Yeah. And he goes, only a politician would think that was a great idea. Right. And, and, uh, but you know why they couldn't do that, Rick? That one group that didn't have it had pre-existing conditions. And correct. there is no insurance plan that can stay afloat with pre-existing conditions. And I say that because President Trump has also tried that. They have not been able to conquer that. And the people who underwrite that, Tell me, and I've talked to several of them, it is impossible. We have run the math on this every way. Don't you know we could corner the market selling insurance for pre, if you had pre-existing oh, conditions? Oh, my goodness. But the, the whole thing with insurance We call is it Rick and Bubba's pre They want you to pay in more than mm-hmm. you're taking out. That's how it works. Right. So if you're a pre-existing condition person, you're already taking out before you ever pay in. They never catch up. We've used the right. examples. This is like you trying to buy. And I'm not trying to be insensitive. No. That's, just, that's just math. Well, there's the things you wish the way things were, were and, the, and then there's the way things really are. Guys, it's, it, it's really simple. We've said this analogy a thousand times. You're, picture me coming in saying, I got an idea for car insurance, and I think we're going to be a huge company. What's your idea? Well, we just let people buy it even after they've crashed. Wait a minute. So somebody's going to sign up, and the first thing we do is have to write them a check before they've paid one premium? Yeah, that's what I want to do. Well, that, that is, that's not going to last very long. Hey, I got an idea. Rick, Rick's life insurance. What you do is come see me after somebody you really needed died and you need money, and I'll give it to you. Yeah, I'll give you the million dollars, and then you just start giving me some premiums. It doesn't really work, Rick. No, see, that won't work. House so, on so, fire, you don't get to call for uh, home insurance. No. After the car is smoking at a red light after a wreck, you, don't mm. need to buy, you can't buy car insurance then. Mm. I don't know why we think that after you're already sick, you should be able to buy health insurance. It doesn't work. I know. And, that's, and I'm sorry. I wish it did. But, but here's the thing. Everybody's acting like, but here's the thing. We're trying to make something work as we always do. We're trying to take our responsibility and put it somewhere, somewhere else. else. Make somebody else cover the cost. When people get in a bind with catastrophic illness, they're in a bind. This is when your church should come together, if you're a member of a church, and say we need to help our brother and sister get out of this financial situation. Or maybe, you know, it doesn't seem to happen as often as you're led to believe, maybe people who don't have any religious convictions just somehow, from somewhere, they have this urge to do something nice. I don't know where that 
like a GoFundMe thing yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. And, and you go and we help each other. That's the reason why these shared medical yeah. companies are doing actually quite well because yeah. that's the concept they're implementing. Right. Let's all get together and help each other. It's not the role of the government to take care of your problems. It, it's not. Mm-hmm. And, and, and you're trying to make the government do something that financially will never work. And as Bubba said, let's be clear, President Trump keeps trying to make it happen, and he's not going to be able to do it. Uh, this is not a Republican-Democrat thing. This is defying the laws of truth. You can't do it. It will not work financially. Look at the bridge program that we tried to do. The bridge collapsed within months. It won't work financially. Trump, Obama, Biden, whoever the next, John, whatever his name was, the yeah. t- turncoat Supreme Court justice who, who tried to call it a John tax. Roberts. John Roberts, you idiot. It, how about this? It, it, it doesn't work. It's a disaster. It can't, and people, oh, it works over and so and so. What they, again, I hate to bring this up again. And I, I, Democrat even brought this up. Canada has 30 million people. We have right. over 300 million. Okay. Canada's got a lot of land. They ain't got a lot of folks. And, 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 he, and here's the other thing, though. Even within their system, if you want something done, you wait. Like we said, I mean, I talked again to try to get yeah. it. Look at the number of MRIs that are available in Canada versus here. It's not in day. It's not in day. Right now, I, in Birmingham, Alabama, I can get, get an MRI before the sun goes down. Yeah. Okay. In Canada, I'm put on a waiting list. You know why? The not fin- as many of them. If the financial deal is going to make it, then you have to ration service and you have to ration health care or it won't work. And, and, and anybody that thinks you can turn America into a one-pair universal system, it's not going to happen. And then also include pre-existing. That is that's that that is of the that you might as well tell me that America is going to start raising unicorns, and and they and and we're all going to ride one. <laughs> that that that's just not going to happen. And I know it doesn't. You everybody wants to be able to do it, and that's certainly a great thing, a noble thing to say, but it's not reality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to work. Hands and butts, Rick. So now Andy you, and nuts. Now we you, all have a Merry Christmas. Now you got another politician saying, don't worry, we'll do universal health care. But if you don't want to be part of it, you don't have to. They can't make it without all of us. they got to have the healthy people paying for the sick people. That's that, how it works. That's just another lie from another politician, and we've already been lied to about this before. Let's don't be chumps. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Phone troll music and Jimmy 92 Tron is standing by ready to take your phone calls. And all 10 lines have been made available for you. You make a comment, you ask a question, you bring uh, information to the table. Whatever you want to talk about, now is the time to do it. Uh, because uh, lines are available. If you start dialing now, you'll get in. Uh, so if there's something that you would like to hear us discuss, you just have a comment you'd like to make on things you've already heard, uh, all of that is fine. Uh, if there's a subject you want to bring up, now we are staying away from meaningless shout-outs and shameless plugs. Those bring the Insta buzzer, uh, and then we'll move to the next caller because this is a troll, So, but you're still, you know, you're an element uh, for the listener or the viewer to enjoy. And a lot of times, uh, you know, meaningless shout-outs and shameless plugs are are self-indulgent, but they're not overly entertaining Entertaining or informative, and you certainly don't want to land in the zone of annoying. Uh, so we start in Gulf Shores, Alabama, sunny 105. Nick is standing by. 
Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone troll. troll. All right, Nick, go right ahead, buddy. Hey, guys, how you doing? Good. Great. Hey, I was just uh, sitting here in Gulf Shores on the condo, uh, sitting on the beachside, looking at the waves, watching y'all on YouTube, tubing. Oh. And it's my 21st birthday. Oh. Oh. Happy birthday, hey. Hey. Come on, Very good, Speedy. Very good. Nice tubing, considering your house is up for selling your life's upside down. Sure. Dogs, Uh, dogs, nothing but dogs. Greg in Mississippi. Greg, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hey, I know ice is kind of stretched thin right now, but could we check the citizenship of maybe some of these Canadian entertainers that are here and maybe find out if they're not here legally or we can ship their butt back? You ready to load up with Canadian entertainers? Yeah, any particular one you're looking at? Uh, well, that weird guy, Carrie, that keeps drawing on Jim, Jim Carrey. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of them here, man. There's a lot of Canadians that come down and entertain oh, I just them. hate to see Michael you J. Know. Fox thrown out with them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, well, well, I mean Rick Springfield. That. Did I just make that uh, He's up? Australian. He's Australian. Yeah. I knew it was something weird. Yeah. Uh, we continue. No offense to our Australian friend that was here yeah. yesterday. I knew it was something different. Uh, let's he doesn't go. have an accent. No, he doesn't at all. None. He, for being an I don't know. Shane in Huntsville, 100.3, the river. Shane, go ahead. How you gentlemen doing this morning? We're good. Right. Good deal, man. I, I tell you, here's a mind-blowing concept. If you want to reduce health care costs, how about enforcing the emergency room for emergencies only yeah. and then let everybody else go to health or urgent care clinics? We were in there. We were in an emergency room up here, and a lady was in there with a bee sting, did not have anaphylactic shock, was sitting talking about it, but was sitting in an emergency room with a bee sting. That's deflected onto the average consumer. Yeah, well, mm. I'm sorry. Oh, sure don't they, do they have to take you to emergency care? Yeah, yeah. Well, and if it's, a, I mean, if they're, uh, did he say if they were allergic or not? No, he said, said they, they were not. She okay. said she was sitting there talking. Well, certain sometimes time. some of these places like urgent care, when you yeah, go they'll there, send they'll you. send you to yeah, the emergency room. That's true. Yeah, yeah there's certain things they won't do. Right. Let's go. chest pains or something like that. But a lot of people go to the emergency room with strep throat. No, you're right. Yeah, you're right. I've seen that. So they'll have to, you know. Philip in Kentucky. Philip, go ahead. 30 seconds. Hey, guys, good morning. Hey. Uh, regarding that photo bombing you had earlier, I can imagine just a week or two later, somebody in the family, a little nearsighted, probably took a look at it and said, oh, look, there's Cousin Alice out behind the wall. And, oh, she brought the little ones with her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> and one more thing there on that story. Is. You know that in that picture, and that's probably some of the younger ones, <laughs> They're acting like they're offended, but they think it's funny. Oh, no, they're, they're in the family. Well, they, they don't want to get in right. trouble with mama. Yeah, because somebody's mad about it. Locust Fork. They're not offended. Uh, <laughs> Tyler's standing by. Tyler, 30 seconds. Go ahead. Play it. Go on, fellas. You. Tyler. Hey, that, uh, that thing y'all played earlier, Trump talking about, if you don't like it here, you can leave. God, I mean, I've been saying that for a long time. Well, yeah, <laughs> and I think I heard you. Uh, the uh, yeah, that's what I said. What he said, I've heard mentioned many times. Oh yeah, yeah I sure Jamaica's nice this time of year. What, what is nice? Jamaica, Jamaica. Yeah, uh, the Dominican Republic. Ooh, I bet you can't get them to go there. Best uh, that mini bar. <laughs> oh, you think you think Casio Kid Cortez wants to head to the DR and talk to him? <laughs> yeah, play it. Uh, let's go to California. Don, standing by. Go ahead. Hey guys, how's it going? Good man. How you doing? Good. Good. Okay, uh, what I call for, you guys are talking about the Apollo 11 uh, subject today. 
And I never heard anybody mention uh, the movie uh, Capricorn One. That oh, yeah. came out that was great. Do you remember that? Great show. All right, yeah. thanks, guys. Thank you. I, 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 Starring O.J. Simpson, by the way. Oh, that's right. That's right. Don't they? Yeah. Like they go to Mars. Or well, something? they're fake. Yeah, they're faking it, and then the ship blows up. So those guys are supposed to be dead. So guess what? And then you know, they the hell captives. Oh wow. Oh yeah. yeah. So I, 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 I didn't. Awesome. I knew O.J. was in it because I saw the you know American made O.J. But but yeah. I don't. I didn't. Now, was re- O.J. in charge of getting rid of the people? <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Or is that Topcast? Oh. Yeah. I think he was actually one of them. But you're you're right. Bradley Birmingham 1047 WZZK. I didn't watch that again. Bradley, go ahead. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, hey. how you doing? Good morning. Hmm. Doing good. Um, I sent Bubba an email a few days ago um, about mm-hmm. AOC. I just wanted to see if you had seen it and watched the videos I sent. Wow, Bradley, <laughs> I get a lot of emails and a lot about AOC. Can, yeah. you, can you narrow it down just a little bit? It was um, describing how she was actually an actor that was picked. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Like a Manchurian kid. I've seen that video. For the left. Yeah. I've seen that video, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know the one you're talking about. John Especially in Florida. she was at the fence crying. Yeah. yeah. How y'all doing? We're this good. Is, Come on, John. Pensacola. Okay. Last night I was watching, I believe it might have been Dateline, and there was a Latino lady who was made it up to being directing a series, and she was calling. Uh, she said, I'm going to cover the whole genre. You know, we, there, we there really wanted all. to hear that, but we were up against the hard break, so a timeout wouldn't work. That, and we were afraid what Greg would say next. I was fine. He obviously has no friends, but that's fine. <laughs> Thank you, Greg. Welcome back, by the way. <laughs> Good to have you back. You don't know how much we missed you. <laughs> Top of the hour. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up for some of you. If you leave us, have a great day. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America, Rick and Bubba. Six minutes now past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport a brand new hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba all here. Jimmy, 92Tron, Diesel Dixon, taking phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG and working alongside Adler, earning their degree in Common Sense from Rick and Bubba University. Common Sense now deemed a superpower. Uh, I'm Rick, and welcome back for a brand new hour. Look at there, Bill Bubba Bussy. Thank you very much, Rick. Glad to be here, and thank all of you for allowing us this wonderful opportunity. Right, so Not that we've made the most of it, but thank right, you for well, allowing You know, it's all, all they can do is give us the opportunity. That's right. Um, as we start the hour, we didn't mention that, uh, and it was a sports story uh, after coming out of the weekend, that, that who, who's adding Ryan Leaf? Yeah, ESPN yeah. is going to add him to be a college football analyst. You may remember him, the former Washington State quarterback, the number two NFL draft pick, uh, All-American and Heisman Trophy finalist. He uh, actually finished third, I think, in the voting his senior year, carried the Cougars to a Rose Bowl in the 97 season. Now, he's also, Rick, known for being plagued with problems off the field. 
Didn't make it in the NFL, ended up with a drug addiction, served prison time, mm. but he is back. He worked for the uh, Pac-12 Network last season as a co-host, and he also was a co-host on a, a Sirius XM Pac-12 station, uh, and he will be joining this year uh, uh, Clay, and I don't know how you say Clay's last name, Helms, you know, Matvik, uh, and uh, his games will be televised on ESPN2 and ESPNU. Who, who's he talking about? M-A-T-V-I-C-H, is that how you say it? Mad- Madvich? Yeah, Madvich? It. You yeah. had it right okay. when you yeah. said it. I'm scared to say it, it again if I had it right yeah. the first time. M-A-T-V-I-C-H. So, Ryan Leach, working his way back. Leaf. Good for him. Leaf. Yeah, well. Leaf. You got Mike Leach and Leaf because of the right. Washington State. right. Right. I will say this. I've heard him on radio show, and he's pretty good, by the way, and, and a really good story. You know, he, he went into coaching, and then he got an opioid problem, and mm-hmm. like I say, went to jail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And just slowly, you know, put himself back together. And uh, y'all do realize. Matt, Matt y'all remember Matt, when Matt coming out his senior year was between him and Peyton Manning, who was right. going to go first. And a lot of people thought he should have went first, and boy, were they wrong. You know, I, boy, remember, I remember seeing him play for Washington State, and oh, I remember the phenomenal. Rose Bowl that he played in. And I thought that he was oh, it's should real have deal. been. I was one of those guys. I thought, well, this guy, he's a, he's, he's I mean, a typical lot. pro quarterback. Yeah. I mean, height, strong arm, but he just good pocket passer, saw the field good, couldn't pull it off. Uh, well, and he, and he looked really at the time. I remember more athletic than Peyton. Absolutely, did. Mm-hmm. you know, Peyton never did really look athletic, no. but he got the job done. Yeah, yeah between the I think we can say he was a better quarterback. Than yeah, I think I believe we I, I think their the jury's in on that. Yeah, yeah. On, yeah. on paper, but, but but you know, too, paper is not always what it's cracked up to be because Drew Brees, size wise, should not be no. a marquee NFL quarterback. Not only that, the leading passer of all time. Yeah. So we kind of have to throw some of that out the window, don't we? Well, you also have well, to you th- do that with Brett Favre. Yeah. You can also, which that somebody sent me yesterday, but I'd already seen it when it first came out. That when he was he's talking at something, him talking about the nickel defense, hilarious. But anyway, the, um, the talking about he the, yeah. the, the, he was a starting quarterback and he had no idea what the nickel defense was or yeah. the dime, and he keep, finally leans over to Ty Detmer and go, "What are you, what are they talking about?" And he said, "Ty Detmer goes, are you serious?" He goes, "Yeah, I don't have any idea what this means." And um, and then he says, "Well, they they take a linebacker out, and put in a defense back." Goes, well, but anyway, so uh, uh, anyway, the ultimate shut up juice with quarterbacks is Tom Brady. Yeah, I yeah. mean, goodness gracious! Yeah. And he and he carried that chip on his shoulder and did something it with it. Still does. But still it goes does. back to this again. When you talk about looking on paper, it's also more than just you know the height and weight. It may very well be, and I think it is that you're Todd Marinovich. Uh, uh, yeah. yeah, his dad raised him from birth yeah. to be an NFL yes. quarterback. And and your Ryan Leafs. I don't think that we found out they weren't as good as everybody thought. But again, and you've heard us use this analogy a lot. It's not a video game. How are they mentally? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, you, know, yeah. you don't know. How that was the difference between Leaf and Peyton because right. he was so so yeah. far ahead yeah. in the mental part of the game. Yeah, Ryan Leaf might have been a physically might have been a physically better athlete than Peyton Manning. Yeah, but he didn't have the mindset and the knowledge of the game that Peyton Manning had been raised in and was able to. He had that leader mentality. And, uh, you know, you don't know how people are. You don't know what's going on at, at their house. You don't know who they're dating or married to. You don't know what issues they're toting around. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot more than just athletic ability. And, and we say that a lot. I mean, there's a lot of people that, um, you know, it, it was actually, I think it was, I don't know if it's the series we're doing right now or if it was the one before, 
But we actually talked about talked about that in the Wednesday Bible study that when you get to the God given part, that's really not to really be it's a, it's something to be thankful for, but it's not to talk about how talent. Well, talent's God given. Nobody, I I can't make myself have talent. All right. Now, what I can do where I come into is what do I do with it? Yeah, and, grow it, and, and do I grow it? Do I develop it? it? Yeah. But if somebody or just has a, has yeah. a lot of talent but never develops it, really that person never did anything. No. Uh, because all that was just given to them by their creator, yeah. and and they didn't do anything with it. None of us can make ourselves more talented than we are, but we can develop what we have, our yeah. our, our work, and refine and repetition and improve. And but uh, so you don't all that comes into play. If it was just about athletic ability, we'd go to the Hall of Fame and see a lot of different people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you know, and it's kind of like teams. I think you have to be good, and you have to be lucky. And the luck part of it is I'm at the right place at the right time with the right people around me. Mm-hmm. Injuries. You know how yeah. that's going to oh, play yeah. into it. Yeah. I mean, think about how many people that got injured that we never heard from again. Bo Jackson would be a pretty good one to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even Drew Brees. I mean, he, uh, you know, at, at San Diego, it wasn't really a good fit for him. The yeah. people around him, and, you know, he got hurt. And then he went to a place that uh, him and Sean Payton got together and, and they complimented each other and they did wonderful things for a team that, you know, was pretty much left for dead when we were kids. Won a Super Bowl well, yeah. and competed for several more. So said that I had a th- shot to go last year if I don't get ripped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, oh yeah. Should have been back. Yeah. Said that a thousand times too. You talk about the <laughs> ultimate team sport, football. Whew. But you, you talk about being an individual trying to make something happen. If if that can happen, then Archie Manning would have had a much better NFL career than he had. Yeah, no, no just doubt. On a horrible team. How about this, no doubt. He was probably one of the most talented quarterbacks to ever come in the league, especially in his era. Oh yeah, teams yeah. teams were terrible. You well, know? I mean, again, they were talking about the Saints yeah. back then. But imagine what if he? Let's just say, in some crazy scenario, we get to go back and see him plop down as the Miami Dolphins quarterback at that time, or the Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback, or the Dallas Cowboys quarterback. Mm-hmm. Different story. Yeah, or in more modern our time, what if I took Dan Marino and put him on the 49ers <laughs> and put Montana with the, with, <laughs> yeah. with the Dolphins? What would that look like? Wouldn't it be great to see that? Montana have more more passing yards, but he wouldn't have more Super Bowls. <laughs> you know? So, <laughs> so it's all – when you get into football, there's so many factors. Uh, that come into play, yeah. and uh, if you're if you're not part of some sort of ensemble, you can have some individual stats, but you can't have a lot of wins. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you you better have some folks that that, that are working with you. And uh, you know, I can be the greatest running back in the world and be behind a terrible offensive line, and I'll have some highlights that you'll really be thrilled by. You know, man, he's athletic, but I'm not going to win a lot of games. Walter Payton. Oh yeah, that's what's so impressive about Barry Sanders. He played on bad Sanders. teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Barry Sanders. They played on bad teams. At least Walter Payton got to the point Finally. where they got to, you know, had a good team. Poor old Barry Sanders. It never, it never really I mean, happened. They, so they, they break five hundred one year. Well, maybe? they did. They had a playoff team. Yeah, they, yeah, they, they made it about. Yeah, that won in the semifinal. And I think they never won a playoff game. And I think they finally won one and then got drilled. And it was like a wild card uh, mm-hmm. when they added the extra round or something. Yeah. So I, I think he gave them their shot. But mm-hmm. but what I'm talking about, you don't see those people walking around with championship trophies. Mm-hmm. And like I say, finally Walter Payton ended up on the team right before he was done. With a great defense. Yeah, with a great defense. You know, I watched a playback of the Green Bay Packers and Bears game the other day, and it was where the the Packers guy picked McMahon up and just dumped him. I mean, way after the play was over. Man, that got nasty. That yeah, game. He played. That guy came from Livingston. Yeah. Where he played in college, the guy that did it. What was it? I can't remember his name. 15 minutes past. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 
pass the gravy, please. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. 21 minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. 866-WE-BE-BIG is the number. Uh, you hear us talk a lot about uh, men's ministry here on the program and uh, and really putting together an offensive uh, you know, game plan to disciple men from spiritual infancy to spiritual maturity. Uh, and there's you know, a lot of you saying, well, Rick, it sounds good, but have you got any game plans we can follow? And yes, and we're developing even more. But here's, here's one opportunity uh, that you could actually stream uh, live uh, as a simulcast into your church uh, for the men to, to, to come and enjoy the following speakers, Phil Robertson, Tony Evans, Lee Corso, Tony Dungy, Hugh Freeze, Bobby Bowden, Pam and Bob Tebow, Dr. David Fleming, uh, Ted DiBiase, Colt McCoy, Clay Scoggins. How about that lineup? Uh, and, and, and look, somebody's already done all the work. All you have to do is, uh, is and it's not a very big fee at all, just to kind of cover the, the cost it's going to take to get this thing to you, but it's not a lot. And if you want to get the pricing on that, you can. But this two-and-a-half-hour program can be simulcast to your location, and you can be there to hear all these great speakers. If you'd like to find out more about that, go to gamedaylive.org. That's gamedaylive.org. Dot org. We also have it in show notes, so you can call them at 888-235-7948. The simulcast will be August 24th. Nice setup there because that's the weekend before college football starts. 888-235-7948. Again, that's in show notes at rickandbubba.com. So great opportunity for you to have a first-class event at a fraction of what it would cost to even get tickets and go to something like this and have it simulcast directly to you on August the 24th. All right, so we, we have a couple of stories here, and Bubba and I, now look, we, don't, we do not promote that this is the thing you should do, but How bizarre. Um, in Missouri, How bizarre. How this bizarre. is kind of taking the show me state to another level. I was going to say, hey, show me. Ooh, Everybody say, ooh, baby, it's making me crazy. I said it's making me crazy every time I look around that waggy wow. Bubba, again, we, we don't endorse this, but but we have to report that this story is interesting because of the final result. Well, Rick, uh, a Missouri woman with no background in police work tracked down the suspects who stole her car, then stole the car right back. Stole it back from authorities. Wow. Stole it back from them. And you would think of all people that car thieves would know to lock their door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she said she got out of her car, grabbed her daughter, and her car was gone. Uh, she filed a report with authorities, then took matters into her own hands by tracking purchases on her credit cards and the activity of her phone, which were stolen with the vehicle. Mm-hmm. She said she managed to narrow in on the suspects. We stalked this lady for 48 hours. She had no idea what we were doing, said Reno, and this is the original owner of the car. Her name is uh, Danielle Reno. Hmm. Good question. Yep. So if, if she could do all that, why not the authorities that she had reported to do it? Well, you know. Um, it sounds like she had a plan. You know, maybe they would go, hey. Here he goes again. Well, Greg and I. Do y'all agree or disagree? I, I mean, I, well, so my car's been gonna, stolen. Gonna, I got to yeah. go get it back. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you what I think. If her house got on fire, I guess you had to put it out too. Greg, can I tell you what I think, and then we <laughs> can luck. we can, you know, it's it's just an opinion. She probably thought that the police were not working on it quick enough. Yeah. 
Well, I know they got because other they things. Got a Again, lot that's to not do. life or death. I understand that. A lot of cars, a lot of stolen but cars. But it sounded pretty simple what she did. Nice forerunner. So it took her two days. Took her forty eight hours. Um, she uh, <laughs> she told a quick trip attendant told Reno the car thieves were on their way to an Applebee's. Uh, at the restaurant, Reno said she saw one of the suspects walked in with her wallet and keys, got our water, uh, got our waters, and she walked in the door. Reno said, uh, "I about had a heart attack." Reno said uh, she left the restaurant and took back her car. Um, she said that the interior of the car had been trashed and she didn't want uh, to drive it anymore. Um, hmm. So she, I guess she still had a key to it. Was that it? And she I, I just went so. out and cranked it up and drove it off? Well, I guess so that you could do that, yeah. Now, the police a, a, apparently are urging citizens that it is ill-advised to conduct your own investigation. Yeah. Now, Reno says she never put herself in danger. Right. And uh, and she got it back. And mm-hmm. she's and look, she's, is that her right there? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. With, uh, with tats blazing? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she just, you know, Can't I didn't see the trash the place. Look at that. Look, it, it may have been that this is totally moonchowsing, as you're suggesting, Greg. Yeah, they may have made this whole thing. But, up. but what I'm saying is, to Bubba's point, you know, another car is stolen, and you're kind of like, I really don't want to wait around on that. It, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and, uh, I guess. and, and see if I can't, you know, because I think maybe let's look at this. This is possible. I certainly wouldn't start some cold investigation, but sometimes thieves are not are not all. If they would, if they do things that kind of boggle the mind, you know, and, and one of them is she goes, they don't realize the phone they have of mine. I have the Life 360 or yeah. I have a tracking device on it. I actually see where my car is located, but I don't know why you wouldn't just tell the police that. Did they come arrest these people? Did it say? Yeah, they were so. handcuffed there yeah, yeah. by the front door well, of the business they went to. They so uh, I mean, she didn't have to do that. <laughs> Greg. Yeah, I, I don't think it's wise to do that. I would no, let I the just, pros handle it. Well, but uh, if you did find it, maybe sit in the car and call the cops. There's like there's a saying. side of you though that kind of wants to clap. You know. Oh you, yeah, if if it all worked out, you you definitely want that. And here's what she said. There I am doing it. <laughs> there all my buddies are. They're doing it too. And we're all doing it together. Citizens arrest. <laughs> I got them. Uh, another story. We have a Canadian couple, and I, it's it's sad to see this because we know the Canadians are normally. Uh, you know that's that's who all that's who the left uh, aspire for us to be yes. is more Canadian. Uh, but we have a couple that uh, that is in a bind here because uh, you know once again the, the crazy animal people are after them. Look, they went in, and it may be your thing, it may not be your thing, uh, but there are places uh, in Africa and other parts of the world that do really well financially in places that really need uh, money uh, on. You know, people paying to do wild game hunts. That's what they do. Now, if you want to be against wild game hunting, you certainly can be. Uh, but if it's legal uh, and they go out and they and they take a giant line like they did in, in this particular picture. Hey, it uh, is a monster. I mean, thing, they got – I a, mean, what are they sitting half a mile behind I mean, they, they, they Mufasa. Are they Good doing that night. when they put it close? <laughs> That's I think they, uh, there's a touch of that. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean that is a. I'm just thankful it's man and wife. Look at that! Look at that! Thank you. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I tell you one thing: Look we, at that if you, watch, if you watch the ESPYS, you saw the same kind of kissing. But it, I know, but it was all same gender. Mm. Uh, but the no line. Uh, but the, the, people are mad at them because they kissed each other behind the line. They killed. It's disrespectful. Well, I think because they they put the picture out. You know, uh, well, they, so what? Now the the couple run a taxidermy business. Mm-hmm. They've described themselves as passionate cons- uh, conservationist. conservationist. 
mm-hmm. despite taking parts in hunt. See, well, that doesn't make sense. Conservationists do hunt. Yeah, of course they're they just not wacko environmentalists. Well, the people that are mad at them, See, they don't, don't even know their lingo. Right, here. they don't understand. The they don't. Con- they don't understand the dog whistles. No, conservationists no. <laughs> also so tired of the dog whistles. Also <laughs> control the the you know the herds or the yes, you know, amount yes. of of animals uh, to make uh, the animals overall. You know, I've said it before, I'll say it again, and nobody likes it, and we've said it. It's been one of our Rick and Bubba slogans. If you truly love an animal, then eat it. Mm-hmm. Uh, because if, if, if it that. becomes viable for people to want to hunt them and eat them, you'll yep. find that everybody wants to work together to be sure you have That's as right. many of these as possible. And if these countries can manage their herds and they want to sell off some hunts to finance their protection of the wildlife, I'm all for it. Again, they're managing it. That means they're keeping up with how many they got and how many they're selling, you know, how many hunts they're selling. And uh, it, it maybe this is their truth and their freedom expressing themselves in a big old kiss. I thought you were all four people. something do. they do. I thought you were all four people doing whatever they want. Yeah. We'll be back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. The gravy, please. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ooh, it brings me to my knees. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 866 We Be Big is our number. Looky, looky, looky. Here comes Cookie. Cook's Pest Control. Cook's Pest Control and Centricon, uh, they're the best protection that you can have for, for termites, but they also handle the month-to-month uh, on all of our homes and anywhere that you have a property that you would like to it to be pest-free. I can tell you the great job they did, you know, down at the farm. We had this, we've had this barn for many years, and, and we did some work on it, but we didn't completely weatherize it. But lately we tried to weatherize it a, a, a little more, and like I said over uh, on the update yesterday, uh, put an air conditioner in it so we can have the bigger gatherings there and be more comfortable in the summer. And uh, so one of the things I said, I said, hey, I want I want to have pest control on this now too. I, I don't want to come in here and, and be dealing with bugs and animals and, and all that. And, and Cooks has done a great job. And I can remember, like if I knew we were going to have something at the farm, I'd have to go down days before, sometimes Sherry and I both, and completely clean out all the spider webs, dirt daubers, uh, you know, all kinds of stuff. What make sure we don't have any kind of rodents, stuff like clean the whole place up. Went down there, had not been down there in probably two weeks, and uh, opened up the door and walked in. It was like, I mean, it's clean and, no, and all that. Mm. You know, all, and so they, now they're doing pest control on that. So now it's even making that uh, an easier situation. So whatever you have, they do a great job and they'll give you a free evaluation and, and you can decide whether you want to use them or not. But we use them. We think you'll love them too. Find them at cookspest.com. Or rickandbubba.com under the sponsors, and you can sing with us. Looky, looky, looky. Here, Here comes Cookie. Cooks, best country. All right, so we got to. And co- I got to tell you this, too. Having Cooks is a plus selling a home. Oh, yeah. Because I kind of walk oh, around yeah. with a little bit of pride. It's got yeah. like the little Cooks sticky pads at the oh, edge yeah. in the corners mm-hmm. of the garage door, mm-hmm. and it's got the stuff around the oh, house yeah. oh, and all this yeah. kind of stuff. I'm kind of looking around. and even Centricon. Yep. Uh, and even one of the realtors said, Oh, you got Cooks. What's that? Huh? Oh, yeah. That's a plus. That's in the plus column, Greg. Because you're selling the house. Yep. It's real. A couple of things we got to look at. First, man-made global warming, and then we'll follow with an update in, involving um, air quality in two famous places. And uh, we, Bubba says he thinks he can unpack the difference. But first... I think I got this one. Uh, first, let's go to uh, our global warming updates. Uh, this is the part of our society that believes this is all man-caused. And uh, it's only going to get worse. Here we go. Burn, burn, burn. Ah! 
breaking the heat index, the headline gripping U.S. heat waves to skyrocket as globe warms. Now, I said, you know, we have a little Frenchie staying at the house, and, of course, they had a heat wave in France. Sherry pulled up yesterday and said, I'm going to look because they're also leaving Thursday to go to France and to England. She said, I want to look up at the weather because I know it's been really hot there. And the temperatures, strangely, uh, were like in the mid-70s. Well, again, remember the latitude. Remember the latitude. We're talking about Michigan, New York State. And then in the, and then in the hotter parts of like central France, still dropping down at night, by the way, shockingly, into the 40s, uh, it was going to be in, say, the 80s. So this this grip of heat wave, I, I don't. I know they'll sit out and they'll show you that little. They love to take the jet stream and show you that it's turned into a snake now, and that men have, have caused that. Now, again, remember that this this story is going to deal with the U.S. and and somehow talk about like what Span hates. I think we're about to have another story where somebody is taking the word climate, but they're really talking about weather. Uh, but here we go again. Have we had some heat? We have. Have we had heat on and off throughout? They ha- my life, they we certainly have. Uh, like I say, I recall most summers are hot, right? Yeah, summer of '83. I remember That's it well. They call it summer. Yeah, yeah. summer of it's 1983. Uh, it's I'll, not fall. It's summer. People lost their life this day because oh, yeah. we we were out there uh, during a two a day football practices and the temperature reached 110 degrees. It was 1983. Remember summer of 83? Look at people oh, nodding. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was a dandy. Yeah. And so. And, and and probably what was the record that that beat, or still may be the record, probably somewhere in the 1930s. Yeah. Well, Speedy had one the other day. We had uh, somebody said, man, this is one of the hottest days we've had since 1913. <laughs> um, hmm. So 1913 was hotter? <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so we got to look at that. Yeah. Uh, we, we got we got to. Well, say, that's an yeah. inconvenient fact, right? Rick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but anyway, so let's make a note of this one, Bub, because it looks like we've got another person claiming to be a climate scientist mm-hmm. at the Union of Concerned Scientists. I don't think real scientists work at a place that has "concerned" in the title. Probably not, because <laughs> made up. I really don't. I mean, science, Bubba, you help me since this is your area. The, the University of Alabama in Birmingham concerned with cancer center. <laughs> right. You don't hear that. No. If I if I have this right, because I did pay attention in science more than some of the other <laughs> classes, because there was some interesting things that were brought up. Sure. From what I gathered, the way science was supposed to work is that it had no agenda of any kind. It went out and said, we, theory. we have a theory that we want to look at, and if we can prove it, it will become scientific law. Do right. I have that right? Yep. And if we can repeat the circumstances and mm. it keeps getting the same conclusion, mm. then we go, hey, we got something here. But I don't go into science scientific saying, method, I don't right? go into science thinking that there's man-made global warming, and I go out saying, and I must find evidence so I can win this in a court battle. Rick, is, all is this that, is. Because right. that's Rick, not science. No. Rick, all this is is our version today of a group that one time was the acid rain crowd. Remember, mm-hmm. have you noticed you never hear that term acid rain again? Mm-hmm. We must have fixed it. And then before that, it was just the uh, the hippies and the you know the, the crying Indian bunch and all that. Now, look, nobody likes pollution. No. Who is against dirty air, dirty water, or trash? Not know. me. I don't know who is. Well, and this goes back but to— But this is now give them a political wedge to move to their real agenda. That's what it is. Yeah, and then, of course, what happens when the politics get involved if we scare people, then we can justify higher taxes or fees mm-hmm. if we tell them you must sacrificially give this to save the world. 
Uh, but let's go back to this again. While flying on their private jets for meetings to tell the rest of us we need to park our SUV. Well, the way they're living their life makes me think they don't really believe it either because they're not no. making the adjustments that they claim that we need to make. But no. So this is a person who says this heat wave that we've had, this is going to become the norm. And, I, and we're talking about the very sought-after Christina Dahl. Again, a climate scientist at the Union of Concerned Scientists. Nearly everywhere, people will experience more days of dangerous heat in the next few decades. A little, little, yeah. little, 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 you know what? In the summer. Yeah. 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 She ought to add in the summer. Right. Bubba, uh, by, by 2050, Greg, now she following your plan. 2050, some of us could still be she around. Did, she should have said 2080. Yes. Yeah, the kids, she said, the she, kids yeah. will be around. She says, so some of y'all take notes that we'll still be here in 2050. Yeah. Uh, 2050, she says hundreds, hundreds of U.S. cities, U.S. Mm-hmm. cities, will see an entire month each year with heat index temperatures above 100 if nothing is done to rein in global warming. Yeah. <laughs> now, don't I, I, I don't buy. I'm going to go back to this again, and I'm going to go James Gregory here. She threw out 100. Okay, <laughs> I've dealt with temperatures at 100 and and, and above 100. Throughout my life, on several occasions, and remember she's talking heat index, now, right? Too, right. Not, yeah. not, yeah. not even oh, we yeah. real. That's yeah. really easy. Yeah. To get up we had a heat index one day here recently that was well over a hundred. Oh, and yeah. you know what I did? Several days. I walked over to my air condition, and I dropped it down two notches, yeah. and I was comfortable again. I said, "Deal with uh, that." Right. And so um, now, if you want to tell me the temperatures are going to get up to three hundred, mm-hmm. now you have my attention. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Because. Because we're going, we're going to die that's, where that's we stand. Yeah. yeah, we're going to cook. And now, so you want you want to tell me about that? And then, then I let's. I mean, we need to. You might you might see me going out there and but, checking my freon. You know what I mean? I mean, but here, here's the problem. You may, you may see my big A in a, in a smart car. <laughs> yeah, but uh, here, here's now you're going to have to prove that's what's tied to it. Rick, when when you were talking about we're getting away from the scientific method, and this this is an example. I was talking to an HVAC guy the other day. R twenty two, which is our refrigerant we've yeah. used. You know, they're phasing it out oh, yeah. because it has CFCs, carbon fluorocarbons in it, that they say bond with the ozone layer and destroy that. So we can't have that. We can't. It looks like it does that in the lab, so we're going to get rid of R22. Now we've gone to R, what, 410 or whatever it is. So in other words, in this case, we had a, a, a hypothesis, Yeah. and we went on, then we got to a theory, and now we think we've concluded that this is an issue. But here's the problem. Which would be law. 410. Seemed like it worked good. It didn't have the CFCs in it. But guess what? If you ever go up to a heat pump and put your hand over the exhaust air of a, of a 410 unit, it's a lot hotter than the, than the other units. Mm-hmm. So guess what? It has a carbon footprint that is a lot hotter. They're going to have to do away with it and come up with another refrigerant because this one is putting too much heat into the air. That's how, that's how a heat pump works, takes heat out of that inside throws it on the outside yeah, right. really didn't think that through outside. i don't think mm-hmm. but now it's always going to be another problem always going to see they never they never look and understand the full thing before they implement it for everybody it's just like other problems we've had you you've got to try these things on little scales right. get them working and then migrate them to a bigger scale well, but they never about, do that i had a conversation with a little frenchy because you know he comes from europe so he thinks all this is true now, i don't know if and, that's true about right. 410 but that 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 seemed to be the case but what I, what I said was this. I said, I think there's confusion as, as people who know much more than we do. Right. There's a confusion between climate and weather. Mm-hmm. And it is true that people who claim to be scientists in these fields 
do not agree. You know, you you would think yeah. talking to somebody from Europe that this is this is finished, right? And no, every every scientist we've ever known believes it. No, it's a theory, not theory. <laughs> so we're confusing climate and weather. Let me tell you what else we're confusing: is a conservationist conservationist with an environmentalist, right? And right. It, well, we know, know the difference yeah, in that. We and, know the dog whistle on that one, though. But but what we're realizing is is people think that somehow if you don't believe that there's man-made climate change, catastrophic climate change, mm-hmm. then somehow you're for dirty water and pollution. No. And that's not, not the same thing. No. We're actually we, on the same side. We just have a different point of view of we, what we actually need to do to fix it. it. Pollution's not good. Filthy water is not good. No. And, and, and we need to concentrate on those things. We want things. a clean ocean. We yeah. want all that. We want all that. I don't like to see all that plastic but, junk no, floating but, but, around. But when, but when, that, Texas, that. No. When, that, when that veers into human beings are changing climate, now, now see, I, that's unproven, and the people who claim it's catastrophic are not living like they believe it. So that's a different thing. Conservationists, yes. Environmentalists, no. No, they, they move to the wacko side, in my yeah. definition. Right. So uh, uh, we'll be back 13 minutes to the top. Got some radiation in the news, Rick. We'll clear that up. I think I I got the answer on that. Man, we got it. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Sentence is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top of the hour. Golden ticket seats today. I got a ticket. Yeah. Come on. I got a ticket. Where yeah. is Jana and Colton Meacham? Right front row. Valley Cubs from the Valley, baby. They're here today. Jennifer Conway. Where's Jennifer Conway? Hey, Jennifer. Uh, Lee Robertson. Hey, Lee. Uh, Carrie Lambert. Carrie, as a matter of fact, um, was here, moved to Washington, D.C., now listens on the tuning app. So she said, yeah, hey, the technology, I had to move, but Rick and Bubba went with me. Bryce and Selena Black. Uh, also, we have uh, Rusty and Brittany uh, Burnham. Where are they at? And we got uh, Brittany having a birthday? No? How about Tony Wilbanks? You having a birthday? There it is. Uh, Tony Wilbanks. Uh, Aiden and Brighton and Shelly Wilbanks all here celebrating Tony's birthday today. So happy birthday to you, Tony. And thanks all of you being here today. They take home a pound of BuzzBox coffee. Watopia is the coffee of the month, a little freedom roast for the month of July as we celebrate our independence. This is a delicious coffee added to your order this month. If you've never drank BuzzBox coffee, we'll send you a, a pound for only a dollar. Dollar free shipping. We send it to you. I promise it'll be the best coffee you've ever tasted. And then 10% as you drink that wonderful coffee goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund. Answer this question. Is the cup of coffee you're drinking, if it's not BuzzBox, does it matter? What if you had a great cup of coffee that actually made a difference? Also, we got Rick and Bubba CDs going out today. The new one, Making Radio Great Again. Uh, goes out. There's also a Making Radio Great Again t-shirt available at rickandbubba.com. And they also take home a CD from Rick and Bubba Past. And we're not saying they have weight issues, Bubba, but they are getting a bottle of wonderful Calitrin. That's right, Calitrin for everybody. Not that you need it. It's <laughs> a great supplement. I love when it's got all kinds of side benefits. It's got all kinds of other benefits. I mean, none of them. Your weight metabolism. Is one of them. Look, your metabolism may be great, but it will help you anyway. So enjoy your Calitrin today.
Bubba says he has the answer to this question. It seems pretty obvious. Rick, I, I'm kind of shocked today. The New York Post has a story out talking about radiation levels at the Marshall Islands, the Chernobyl nuclear plant, and the Fukushima. I can't say the oh, Fukushima. 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 Uh, the Fukushima careful. nuclear plant. You, you talk about some Fukushima. And they, Rick, and this is, this is Rick. This is crazy. <laughs> they they're saying that the radiation levels in the Marshall Islands are still higher than the other two nuclear plants. But there's a big difference. The other two were nuclear plants. This is where we tested 65 nuclear devices. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. 65. Right. I think that might be a little hotter, don't you think? No, I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you, I think that that might be the reason. I'm not a nuclear physicist, but no. I'm just going to say 65 open-air bomb test is going to have it's more hot. fallout, more radiation hot. than a couple of power plants that melted down. Exactly. Don't you think? I yeah, think I mean, so. just think about some of the things we just talked about. If I went over to an area and I said, I noticed there's less goose droppings here than there is over here, and I said, well, we got 60 geese over here. Right. Over here, we only had a few. Yeah, it makes sense. Plus, yeah. you know... It really drove home, didn't it? And yeah. Rick, this <laughs> kind of plays into the story with Iran right now. It, you know, in, in nature, uranium is about 0.7% uh, active, you know, when you mine it as ore. If you refine it and enrich it to 3 to 5%, mm. that's what they use in the fuel rods in power plants. Now, if you enrich it to 90%, that's what you make bombs out of. Mm-hmm. So the fact that they're up at about 20% tells you they're not going to use that stuff in a power plant somewhere like they've said they were going to do in the They've kind of bypassed that window, haven't they? Yeah, they're headed toward weapons grade fast. Well, John Kerry says they're not. Yeah, I know. I know. Well, they've always uh, believed evil dictators. They have a habit of that. Right. So anyway, uh, so, so, so maybe that is the answer. Uh, other things that we had in stories today. <laughs> what do you want to do? Spoon? Well, what no, no, what do you do? I Go just, ahead. What do he you likes got? to hear me Ready? try to say that Japanese place. No, no, that's not it. Fukushima. I, I just, I, I got a notification from our doctor um, about um, Who's doctor? a checkup, the doctor we go to. All of us? Y- yes, the three of us. Uh, we, we all have a checkup coming up? Well, I, I remember him saying, hey, you need, is it colonoscopy? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, you need got, to have one of these. Yeah, I've already had that. And I, <laughs> and I just, I remembered he said, and this was back in January, hey, in July, it's mm. time. And I remembered, I did, I remembered Hello, at the end of last month, hey, boy, this this next month, whew, I got to do that. And then we got this house, and we got a lot going on. You're already having a And I was like, if I just don't reach out and, and schedule it, mm-hmm. oh, they'll forget about it, because he just told me I needed to come back. Yeah, I'm the same one. He just texted me and said, it's time, it's time, you need to schedule. And I don't know, do I ignore this? And just act like it. I didn't get it. You've been well, ignoring it this well, I was going to let him check, like and like check back in a month and go, "Hey, I checked. What? Huh? Dude, I, my I, phone. I had good news for you that he is going to be. I know he's going to be gone for a few weeks because I'm communicating yes. with him about it. He wants me to do my physical. I hadn't done it yet. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And so, so he. But here's the problem. He doesn't do the colonoscopy. So you got. So he just telling you to handle it, and then they send him. Yeah, the he results. hands. He hands you down the hall. Well, wouldn't we all hand that off to somebody else? Yes. We're just talking about hands. And all yeah. that, because oh, don't you not get hey, in there? Hey, it's not a hand you got to worry about. Mm-hmm. No, they got something else. Really? Oh yeah. Don't they, 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 Rick, what are you talking about? They, the old they, camera. They're gonna run that camera up. Don't there. do that. That ruby toot toot. 
booty it, it ain't gonna be. Oh yeah, finger. this ain't a this ain't a no, prostate this, this ain't exam. A I know, I know yeah. it's not that. But and they you put said you to sleep too. the way he described laying on that table and and rolling I mean, over on your side. You'll wake up and it'll be over with you. Don't even know. You happened. won't know it happened, but there's a moment when you're on your side and your butt showing. You know what's about to happen. Yeah, <laughs> really. That's a terrible feeling. That's a tough mental day. Do you know that or are the no, 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 you know. Did they knock you out before? I was gonna say, do you see other people? Is it like a party? Oh yeah, you see. Oh yeah. There is a butt celebration going on, and and you are the special guest. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Greg, I want to sign in, and they knock me out. You know, yeah, I don't even remember going yeah, yeah. I want to be attacked by ninjas when I walk in and wake up and say, what happened? Yeah. <laughs> right. You mean I got to see everybody? Look, hey, man, oh, yeah. what's up? Everybody's yeah, yeah. talking to you. I about- love the show. Hey, 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 I'll tell you what, the Braves, I think, are the real deal now here. Put, 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 put your butt this way. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.